The Joe Rogan Experience. video that someone did with uh, Greg Giraldo, Drake, Greg Giraldo doing stand-up and ranting while they uh, played music in the background. For those of you don't know, that didn't know, uh, Greg Giraldo overdosed and uh, Why is today he died. Not legal? Why is marijuana not legal? It's a natural plant that grows in the dirt. You know what's not natural? 80-year-old dudes with hard-ons. That's not natural, but we got pills for that. We're dedicating all our medical resources to keeping the old guys erect, but we're putting people in jail for smoking something that grows in the dirt. You know, we have more prescription drugs now. Every commercial on TV is a prescription drug ad. I can't watch TV for four minutes without thinking I have five serious diseases. Like, do you ever wake up tired in the mornings? Oh, my God, I have this. Write this down. Whatever it is, I have it. Half the time, you don't even know what the commercial is. There's people running through fields or flying kites or swimming in the ocean. Like, that is the greatest disease ever. How do you get that? That disease comes with a hot chick and a puppy. The schools, now it's all about self-esteem in a school. Build the kids' self-esteem, make them feel good about themselves. If everybody grows up with high self-esteem, who's going to dance in our strip clubs? What's going to happen to our porno industry? These women don't just grow on trees. It takes lots of drunk daddies missing a lot of dance recitals before you decide to blow a goat on the internet for 50 bucks. And if that disappears, where does that leave me on a Friday with my new high-speed connection? They say we're in the middle of an obesity epidemic, an epidemic like it's polio, like we'll be telling our grandkids about it one day, the great obesity epidemic of 2004. How'd you get through it, Grandpa? Oh, it was horrible, Johnny. There was cheesecake and pork chops everywhere. Nobody knows why we're getting fatter. Look at our lifestyles. I'll sit at a drive-thru. I'll sit there for, I'll sit there behind 15 other cars instead of getting up and making an eight-foot walk to the totally empty counter. Everything's mega meal, super size. Want biggie fries with that? Want a jumbo fry? Want to go large? Want a biggie fry? Want a 30 burgers for a nickel? You fat mother there's room in the bag. Take it. Want a 55-gallon drum of coke with that? It's only three more cents. suffer a little in your youth to motivate you to succeed later in life. You think if Bill Gates got laid in high school, do you think there'd be a Microsoft? Of course not. You gotta spend a lot of time stuffed in your own locker with your underwear wedged up your ass before you start thinking, I'm gonna take over the world with computers. You'll see, I'll show them. 
We're in one of the richest countries in the world, and the, the minimum wage is, is lower now than it was 35 years ago. There are homeless people everywhere. This, this homeless guy asked me for money the other day. I was about to give it to him, and I thought, he's just going to use it on drugs or alcohol. And then I thought, that's what I'm going to use it on. Why am I judging this poor bastard? People love to judge homeless guys. Like, you give him the money, he's just going to waste it. He's going to waste the money. Well, he lives in a box. What do you want him to do with it? Save it up and buy a wall unit? Take a little run to the store for a throw rug and a CD rack? He's homeless. I walked behind this guy the other day. A homeless guy asked him for money. He looks right at the homeless guy. He goes, why don't you go and get a job, you bum? People always say that to homeless guys. Get a job like it's always that easy. This homeless guy was wearing his underwear outside his pants. I'm guessing his resume ain't all up to date. I'm predicting some problems during the interview process. I'm pretty sure even McDonald's has an underwear go inside the pants policy. Not that they enforce it very strictly, but technically, I'm sure it's on the books. So, if you didn't know, um, Greg Giraldo, very funny, very smart, very uh, clever stand-up comedian, uh, passed away, and they're they're talking about it on the news today. So, I guess it's official. <clears throat> Sucks. Sucks. What can you say? He was a very nice guy. I, I didn't know him that well. I knew I was on news radio. He was on a show. Um, I, I forget the name of it, but his set was right down the street from my set. So I hung out with him, you know, quite a few times. Super friendly. Very nice guy. Very smart. You know, he just, uh, I don't know what happened. I, I know he had had some substance things in the past, but uh, I thought, I don't know, who knows? I don't know if this was an accident, if it, you know, if he just was partying. I don't know. Did you see him on the roast, the Hasselhoff roast? No. A lot of people noted something about him that seemed different than normal. But What did they say? They seemed to be very coked up. Coked up? <laughs> yeah, that's what the quote-unquote look and style was but i you know i i i, I didn't i wouldn't say that i can't say that i look coked up and i've never done coke exactly ever. people right. always say rogan get lay off the coke you're all yep. coked up i've never even done coke once i've never done coke yeah. Yeah. tom green is with us ladies and gentlemen yeah. if you don't know and i've never the, done coke the sound once. of this man's voice to my right yeah this is uh this is the, this guy sort of a somber occasion to be here yes. uh, but uh but, but uh, and it was nice to be able to listen uh yeah. to some of his uh comedy today on this uh yeah, he had obviously some, a sad occasion. He had but, some uh, great stuff. He was a good dude, dude. He was awesome on roasts. On roasts, he would destroy guys. Yeah, just perfectly where there was nothing they could. The they Leary one. A, oh my! Jesus well, the Leary he did that to him on Tough Crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was so, the most amazing thing I've ever seen on video. And he wasn't even an asshole about it. No. He could have been way more of an asshole about it. He was actually he did it with a, a, a lot of uh, reserve, you know. He was a very nice guy. It's been a tough year for could Robert Schimmel just yeah. uh, passed away as well. And, yeah, uh, you know, uh, <sighs> man, I I just uh, you know, can I change the topic now? Cause, sure. Uh, yeah, because I'm, 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 I'm getting upset. We to be honest, to, you're getting me upset. We have to uh, say uh, thank um, our sponsor. We're sponsored by the Fleshlight. Yes. Yeah, I know. I, I was. It's uh, first of all, this is uh, cool to be here. It's uh, exciting to be here. Well, the thanks reason for, why we're for having it. me up to the show. Thank you for being yeah, here, man. Cool. If it wasn't for you, I would have never even thought to have done this. Yeah. When I went over your house, when you had me over your house for your show, and you, he has 
This is what we're doing here. We have like a couch. We have some microphones. We have a, a desk that I bought at Z Gallery. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, this is awesome. This is fucking as low rent as you can get. This is a cool. little Logitech webcam. But Tom yeah. has like a serious, serious yeah. setup at his place. Yeah, his places. Don't be but showing the, everybody our secrets, man. But this is this is a <sighs> whole different uh, system you guys have here, which yeah. is cool. To, it's cool to watch and to see. I'm seeing how you're broadcasting well, here. Our, our audio was terrible for the longest time, yeah. so we had to tighten it up. So uh, people complained, and we listened. So we went out and bought all this fucking crazy equipment, and we've got it down. Now we have new microphones. We just tried them yesterday. Oh, these are new microphones. Yeah. Are, we, 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 yeah, we used to use stage mics, like uh, the mics you use for yeah. stand-up, oh, which yeah, are great yeah. if SM you're holding them up sure, to your mouth. SM58s? I don't remember the exact. Yeah. It's but there's a silver sure one? Sure something. Sure. Sure, sure made them. S-C-H-U-R-E. Yeah. Sure, yes. SM58. Yes. Look that up on Google, everybody. <laughs> uh, we are now on some Audio-Technica microphones. That's yes. right. And, much uh, better. They seem to be much cool. better. No, These are actually for this. On my talking. show, I don't have uh, the headphones because we're, yeah. uh, we're trying to make it like it's not a radio show. This is like a right. radio show. Sort of, Because I did a radio show in college. Uh, at uh, Ottawa University at CHUO 89.1 FM. Look that up. It's uh, an added element to the conversation yeah. when you hear each other's voice. You can hear your, your voice right there yeah. in your ear. It's like you're, it's so you, you're, you're, you're sure. Yeah. The secret is definitely the double cassette player that we use, though. Yeah. What's that? Double cassette player. <laughs> our secrets, you know. Our, our tech secrets of how we run this uh, oh. podcast. Oh, yeah. That <laughs> is know? good, yeah. yeah laser, an eight track. laser disc players <laughs> and double eight cassette. Track they got running. Uh, or they're yeah. running YouTube videos yeah. off an 8-track. Yep. Battery operated only. You don't want any interference. Yeah, it's, it's very, um, what's the word? When something's all helter-skelter. What's oh, the word? Uh, Gorilla. It's a smorgasbord it's a, of uh, wires. It's a ridiculous pile of shit. We slapped together with no shit. previous knowledge. We it's put this cool. together. You can see the evolution of the podcast, like like amoebas becoming fish. Yeah. You, know, you can watch the whole thing. We owe it all to Amazon too. Yeah, Amazon.com. One click is a motherfucker. Right you know? on. What do you need? We need one of these. Bam! But this is on, fun. Like I did, I did, a, I did in, in college. I did my radio show, right? And it was a phone and show, and we go go. I'd go there every Friday night at midnight. It was called the Midnight Caller. I did this show for six years, uh, not, not even when I was in high school, and then after when I was in co- community college, I took uh, television broadcasting at Algonquin College in uh, Ottawa, Canada, named after the Algonquin Indians. Now, I'm, I've always been curious about television broadcasting. When you take a, a course like that, what do they have you do? Do you pretend to be like a newscaster? Or uh, it was mostly, it's mostly technical. Like, it wasn't on camera. There was one on camera course, but it was mostly like uh, editing, video editing, lighting, uh, photography, you know, uh, how to work a video camera, how to set all your technical stuff. And we had, we had, we had one broadcast news writing course, and we had. Uh, some uh, single camera video production and film type courses about like you know, but it was mostly tech. Well, mostly technical. It must yeah. be hard as yeah. fuck to keep up. Like if you if you, you you learn how to video edit from a few years ago, you know, if you oh, graduated a few yeah. years ago, we, and now you go to today. We were learning how to do it on three quarter inch video cassette. Okay, so the videotapes are this big. You put them in these giant. Oh, I've seen those, and it's like you know, kung, kung, you know, two A B roll, two two videotapes. Then it moved. Then we got high eight. You know, this was before. Computers, editing, computer <laughs> editing, you know. There was, they had Avids and stuff, but not at the school. They were too expensive at that point. I edited they it were, on Paintbrush. Yeah. Oh, yeah? I started off with Paintbrush. Did yeah. you really? Yeah, movies on Paintbrush. It's unbelievable what's, what, what you can do now, it's right? Just That's what's so exciting about fucking this. iPhone. That's yeah. the most incredible thing. You can produce something, attach music to it, yeah. edit it, all on your phone. Yeah. On your fucking phone, In man. In HD. 
It's an, it's crazy. amazing. It's like yeah. we're we're in strange strange times. Yeah, I'm getting the new iPhone uh, within the next couple of days just because I, I my friend just got it and uh, I'm I'm jealous. Yeah, it's an envious thing. That's a that's the motherfucker of devices. He picks it up. He's shooting high def video. You know, you can t- you can yeah. You touch. Have you seen it? Yeah, you yeah, touch I've the screen yeah. and oh, you have one. Yeah, yeah and you touch amazing. the screen and oh, 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 you got one already too. Now I'm Brian and I are super. You have one too. Yeah. We, oh we're, my god, we're, I'm so we're total technology. I have the geeks. old uh, oldest iPhone ever. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, my my, my my iPhone is the old one. Oh, you got it. The, yeah. That thing has a crank on it, man. Yeah. That thing runs on wood. Yeah, my iPhone is like from the resolution is insane. The photos are insane. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's just amazing that we've got a device like that, you know. Yeah, I've got I mean, a, that is that is like some serious Star Trek shit. Yeah. It slowly crept up on us from the Motorola yeah. Razor to a yeah. Microsoft Office phones, and then when it gets to this iPhone, I mean, that is a fucking home computer. I can it's no longer be proud of this. This is the way I used to feel about this. Well, it's still now. Good. This is some old. As long as you keep the case on it, piece of a lot of people. Can you swear just, on the show? Yeah, you can swear. This is some old motherfucker. This is some old piece of shit. Is what this is. That's a, the look sad at, thing about the, technology, and that's the, probably uh, only a few months old, right? Yeah, Dude. this is this is two years old. This they thing have soundboards. Have you played these soundboards? Um, no. Oh, you know, I did. I they did have, the. You I, have a soundboard. I the IMT Pain. Yes. Uh, uh, download. I enjoy that. <laughs> I enjoy doing the IMT Pain app. We're talking obscure iPhone apps. Yeah, that's a good one. It's an auto tune. So you've always, so from your time in broadcasting school to mm-hmm. uh, to now, you've always been really involved in the technology of the, of the behind the scenes stuff. You've always, you know, I kind of figured I, I was when I was I was in high school, and I I, I, want, I thought it'd be fun to you know do a TV show someday. Is basically what I thought. I was watching David Letterman at night, you know, and I was thinking. Man, that would be the most fun thing to ever do. I was thinking, you know, you know, and uh, little did I know, but that uh, no, no, it's it's a lot of fun doing this stuff. But the thing is, is uh, you know, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it's not so fun. But you know, the thing is, is uh, you know, so I uh, I said, you know, no one's ever going to let me do a show. I'm going to have to go do a show at the at the public access station. We'll make our own show. You know, and we went. I, I went to school, learned how to make the videos. Went to the public access station, started the show. Wow. Did it for seven years. Well, you and became we kind of very made, popular we, we, because of your public access show. That's yeah. what got you started off. You're also a rap star, too, though. That's basically what got picked up by MTV was the public access show. Really? And it, it had a Canadian rap group. Yeah, that was before the public access yeah. show. That was when I, yeah, I was a kid. Yeah, rapping. Yeah, yeah people, yeah. they see this man, and he's very white, and he has a beard, and he's yeah. very um, from conservative, Ottawa, from Ottawa, looking, very yeah. polite. Yeah. You don't know. He's a badass rapper. Yeah. yeah. Tom it. Green can rap his fucking I was, ass off. I was listening to you, your shit today, man. Do yeah. you have anything on YouTube that you could throw oh, up? I got it right here. Yeah, really? let's let me hear let me hear a Tom uh, Green rap. Yeah. I love rap music, man. Yeah. I take was, shit for it. I like, make I make beats and I have I have also see that's the other thing. Before I started doing the video editing and wanted to do that, I make beats at home. So I had like my own little Atari computer hooked up to a, a Kai sampler and a yeah, that's keyboard. Cool. I like the camera with the, the, the monitor. Is this it? Are you playing it right now? Yeah. Oh, this is this is uh, you're uh, you're playing something. It actually it's it's kind of funny when you play music because we recorded this song, uh, you know, twenty twenty two years ago or something wow. like that, and we were kids, you know, in our teenager teenagers, and this is us walking around uh, downtown. <laughs> when is you? Tell me when it's you. I'm the one in the red jacket. And I made the music, which is essentially a, a sample. And, uh, 
That's my friend Greg. <laughs> Greg Campbell. And, uh, and we... Uh, you guys are from Ottawa? Yeah, from Ottawa. And... Uh, yeah, so it was fun. We, we, got a, we actually got a record deal when we were in high school. And the, video, the song and the video was playing on TV and everything. It was a very uh, exciting time uh, for two young rappers from Ottawa. Uh, this video uh, won the 1992 uh, Much Music Video Award, CMVA <laughs> Award. We performed live on the uh, on the CMVA Awards, and I covered myself with uh, shaving cream on, on for no reason, and, and got up in the lens of the camera, covered myself in shaving cream. So we weren't like the sort of hardcore. <laughs> Have you auto-tuned this yet? Have you tried to like remix? No, that's me rapping. That's me rapping. See, walking through the grocery store. Let me hear this. I love Public Enemy, but this is this is old though. You gotta hear it's my good, new dude. shit. You gotta hear my new shit. All right, where can we get some of your new shit? <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's probably floating around. I don't. Know. It's probably no. This is this is this is the one to look at. This is the one to look at. This is really good, man. I've had I've had a lot of fun surprising. Um, Rappers that have come on my web show. Actually, yeah. that's a funny clip you could show. Oh, were well, you and uh, who exhibit, was it? Exhibit, with exhibit, yeah. yeah. Or you know, yeah, people go can to look that. At, you can go, go look that. at it on YouTube. Go to this. Play no, a second. I wanna, I wanna, it's I funny because he starts cracking up and in sort of a funny moment, you know, where he's uh, and uh, you know. So but uh, it, did you initially want to be a rapper before you became a, a comedian? Not, not really. No, I was like I was in high school and uh, I thought. It was a it was a fun thing to do on stage at the assemblies. Was was you know you had to you know they had a band battle of the bands night right. It was an excuse to get up on stage. So we made this rap group. I liked listening to it. You know I was listening to like you know nobody knew what rap music was in my uh, high school. They, everyone was listening to you know mainstream music. I was listening to Boogie Down Productions, N.W.A., Public Enemy. You know which was not Tribe Called Quest. These groups weren't really mainstream. Yet in on the radio in Canada, like in the eighties, nineties, but uh, but yeah. So, but you know what? I was thinking about this the other day. Rap music back then is kind of like it kind of provided what the internet provides now, which is a glimpse into other parts of the world, other places. You know, here here was we were in Canada and we're listening to these songs coming out of New York, coming out you know Boogie Down Productions out of the South Bronx, and we're listening to them telling all these tales of life on the streets in the South Bronx, and you're listening to this, you're going on a cassette, you know, and you're listening to it, and you're Walkman on the way to school, and, you know, Criminal Minded, the record, and you're like, oh man, listen to these stories, you know, and so that's... uh, yeah, I was thinking about that driving over here today. It's kind of it's it's kind of sad because in a way that might be something that disappears from music now, you know, because of the internet, you know. Maybe that's going to screw up music. Why, but let's let's not be negative. Well, because we don't have to go to music now to get those kinds of, you know, story. I guess we we would listen to them on the internet. Yeah. I think yeah. anything good yeah. is going to stick around. Yeah. There's not going to be anything that's awesome that's going to go away. You yeah. know, everybody's like, "Oh, this is going to be the death of music." How can anything be the death of music when everybody loves music? That's ridiculous. It's like yeah. it'll be the death of comedy. I guess I just sort of more I'm more curious to see how it'll affect it or how it'll evolve. In it'll a way, it'll yeah. be good. Yeah, it'll be good. Yeah. Well, now there's so many more places that people want to make music and just distribute their music yeah, to. Right. So, so it's so perfect. Many more people have access. It's perfect. I mean, just us. The I fact just, that we 
can do this. The fact that we can do this and just broadcast talking over the internet. This is just you can you can become famous from bands. That little kid, Uh the one that sang that cover of the Lady Gaga song. No, no, no. Oh yeah, the one on Ellen. Ellen gave a record deal. Fucking, that was brilliant, dude. That was like some. That gave me goosebumps. I listened to that kid sing. It gave me goosebumps. I made my whole family listen to it. I was like, this is incredible. This kid's so fucking talented. And he's in a he's in a high school like not even was it even high school? Yeah. No. No, it was that like was a cool. middle school. And, and what was cool about the video was it was it was all girls listening yeah. in the background. You could see the girls were into it. They were they were crushing. Yeah. They were crushing on him. That was cool. They couldn't help themselves. They were like they were, they were a little moistening while they were sitting up. They're like 13. It was it was interesting. They were, this one girl was going, going oh my god. Yeah. Like, oh my they couldn't god. believe it, you know. That That's kid, sort of the 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 That we have to play. Play that, man. Yeah. Find that shit and play That's it. That's sort of the, we don't, We're not going to play the whole thing for people like what is this the fucking music show? It's on yeah. Ellen. Yeah, you know what? Fuck it. That's the dream, Go find that's it yourself, the dream in high freaks. school, though, to get up on stage. Wasn't on Ellen. Say something or do something that everybody in the entire school, you know, yes. is staring at you like they Michael J. You. Fox in the Back to the Future playing the guitar on the stage <laughs> like you're from outer space or something. What right? a weird pressure that is for children to want to stand out like that. Like, that's got to be so strange for kids. I don't remember the feeling myself, but if you, you wanted to be some sort of an actor or something and you were 10 and you were in school and you saw some girl that was on a show and she was 10... And you're like, what the fuck? How come I can't be on that show? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, exactly. It's a terrible way to be raising kids. Yeah. Thinking about getting the most attention possible for n- almost nothing. <laughs> like instantaneously become famous. <laughs> yeah. So everything that your parents, you know, all the character that gets developed from hard work, that's all nonsense. I made it already. Bang, shut up. 14 yeah. and made it. Yeah, it's, they put too much pressure on, on people, huh? Look at Lindsay Lohan. Especially in this day and age now where, yeah, you're seeing it. It's in your face all the time you know man it's all the, you could swear dude all the fucking time man yeah, they're shoving the shit down our fucking throats no okay it's true we, yeah, we but we're shoving it down our own upset. throats the strangest thing about hollywood is that hollywood's <laughs> tricking the very people that make it yeah you know there's the grand conspiracy theory is that like man you know the hollywood is trying to condition us to be like like subservient to our government man and be patriotic but no hollywood is giving you what you want to see yeah Hollywood's giving you what you want to see, and they're doing what they like too. They're they're making the kind of stupid shit that they like to watch. Yeah, you know, it's like the the, the people that are creating it are just as much of a victim of the the, the conditioning as the, the people that they're selling it to. Mm-hmm. People yep. don't realize that they think it's some grand scheme. No, supply and demand. Yeah, people, people want to see uh, sex tapes. Mm. And then see the people go do shows and watch their lives and sort of see everything and know everything, right? Do you watch uh, Jersey Shore? I I've seen it. I've only seen it once, but I I enjoyed it a lot. I, I found it. I found it very. Uh, I I laughed a lot watching the show, I and I can see why people watch. And those guys are like pretty funny too, right? Is that the, that's that's? I guess I've I only mean, seen it once. They're so. hamming it up to the camera. They're having a good time. Yeah, you're watching people. You know, you're being voyeuristic, right, into a completely different world. But, right? yeah. I'm so stuck, People jaded like with the hills, though, and everything like that. I don't buy the Jersey Shore. Like, I almost think everything's fake now. On well, the apparently it's all set up, but I don't right. care. It's I encouraging care. bad behavior. There's still, uh, even if it's fake, it's like these people, like, wow. You, you watch it, it's like watching a National Geographic special on some fucking tribe that they found in the jungle. Yeah. Like, it doesn't it even seem like humans. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, but it, it's pretty funny, man. And, and, it, and all they're trying to do is get their dick sucked <laughs> Yeah, it's really kind of funny because it's real. It's real. I mean, that really is what that guy's doing. He's just trying to fucking uh-huh. hit it every night. Uh-huh. Different girls all over the place. He's showing his, he, you his abs, and he's going to clubs. And girls are going. I mean, it's working. Yeah. You know, it's working. He's pulling it off, and it's working. I think the thing that's bizarre about all the reality TV, though, is 
not to overanalyze it. I guess maybe I, maybe I'd be overanalyzing it at that point. But we were talking about my broadcasting course. And they taught us about you know documentation and making documentary. We had a documentary filmmaking course. And they talk about when you put a camera on something, right? It changes what you're filming, right? So you can never really make a true documentary of anything because as soon as you put the camera on it, it's going to change what's going on. Like in this case, you put the camera on all these kids in the Jersey Shore, right? And then they're like, okay, we got to go crazy for the camera. So they go getting in fights. They're doing That's all this stuff. That's true. So, but- it cha- so then it's going to, and then people are going to watch that. And it's going to get worse and worse, and then people are going to have to get more fights. People are going to start, you know, we're going to have snuff film television. Well, you know? it's nah. No. I don't think we'll. You don't think ever, we're going to get to nah. that point. People don't want to see that kind of negative no. stuff. They want to. They want to be fascinated what by about closed executions? doors, blood orgy, total recall, faces of death. They want the, the the they want the couple to make out and then close the door. That's where they want it to stop. Yeah. It's it's all fascinating to me, man, because it's so easy to change behavior by just putting a camera on it. If that's really the case, if all you have to do is add a camera, add the fact that other people are going to get to see it and it changes everything, yeah. no, they're still doing this. Even if they're yeah. faking it and acting it out, I don't care. Yeah. They're still doing all this stuff on the show. And to me, look, it's, it's, it's like some sort of a National Geographic special. It really yeah. is. Yeah. I want to watch it more. Yeah, I can't help yeah. myself. I have I to watch myself. it more. So it really is. And so yeah, they think they just get used to the camera, and that's just the way they would be living life. You know, I, I grew up with people like that. They're chimps. Yeah, they're chimps, and they're everywhere. There's just a bunch of chimps out there with gold chains on. Yeah, and they're just out there running around, not giving a fuck about how the world works. So that's just that's exactly what it's like in the Jersey. Yeah, show. there's I knew dudes from back when I was in high school that did wow. not give a fuck how the world works. Yeah, all they wanted to do, they worked. They did like they were electricians. They would work, and then when they get off work. They'd want to get fucked up and go get laid, and they didn't know anything. They didn't know what was going on. They yeah. had no idea. Didn't give a fuck. Didn't pay attention. What am I gonna do? My follow fucking politics? I'm gonna go out and get my dick sucked. Come on. What am I gonna do here? What am I gonna do? Am I follow politics? Yeah. That shit. That shit ain't real, yo. That shit ain't real. <laughs> I grew up with dudes like that. So when I see like them putting cameras on people like that, yeah. I go, Oh no. Yeah. They gave these savages a fucking camera. They gave them airtime. I can, actually now I'm starting to. I'm a little bit mad at myself that I haven't watched it more. I think I've been uh, withdrawing a little bit from uh, television. Me too. Last couple of years, purposely not watching anything other than CNN. Actually, is pretty well all I'm I'm all forensic yeah. I don't shit. even watch American. I watched American Idol because everybody watched it. I don't watch that. I don't. I watch, don't watch that. I don't watch anymore. Uh, I used to like anything. watching the people suck in the beginning. But then yeah. I get, to, and then I'm like, "What's wrong with you? You sick fuck! You want to watch people fail?" Yeah, I was like, "How? How's that fun? You know, yeah. every now and then you see one that's brilliant. Well, guess what? I'll find that one on YouTube. Okay, you know, tell me some amazing thing like that, Susan. Day, what, is, what was her name? The one who could really sing? Yeah, Susan. Uh, uh, Boyle. Susan Boyle. Boyle. Susan yeah. Boyle. Susan Boyle. Yeah, I mean that was that was fascinating. I mean that was that was really yeah. incredible. I mean she had an amazing voice. But uh-huh. how many hours do I have to sit through of bullshit before I get to that? You yeah, know? and it was the yeah. And it was a perfect moment, and it was just sort of the perfect, perfect thing that happened there. Yeah, but you yeah, know, to, the, to me, the thing is, I, I don't like the. I used to like the beginning when they were, uh, you know, fucking up too at the beginning, and they making fools of themselves. At the beginning. But now it seems like the people coming in are coming up purpose, purpose to be bad. To fuck up. Yeah. So you know, I don't know. I can't watch that anymore. Yeah. And then now the music all sucks on the radio now because it all comes out of that same thing, right? All the music Doesn't all now, suck, man. it's all coming out of that same funnel. It's like, oh, we gotta, we gotta do a really good Jefferson Airplane impression, you know, you know. You think so? I, I can't stand the, I, the I new music. There's always good stuff, man. You just got to find it. There's just yeah. so much stuff. Well, that's the problem. See, I don't know how to find it. I, I, I agree. I know there is good stuff because there is good stuff that I find in here sometimes. But just going through life now, like when you're walking and you're in an elevator, you're walking through a mall or you're listening to the radio or the mainstream stuff, it's all the shit. Yeah, that's true. You, you don't, you, you have to, you know, I don't, I don't listen to college radio anymore. I don't know what the station is. 
and uh, so I don't know how to find the cool underground stuff. Do you do Pandora at all? Yeah, I did. I do do that, but I don't know what to type into a search because I, I know what people. Your you know when you're, in, when you're in, when you're in school and stuff, and you're around people. But I, I mean, I, I'm in my living room. Just, you just know what really sucks, this. man? <laughs> the loss of the DJ. The loss of the yeah. DJ. The DJ to me is one of the things I miss the most about the radio. About uh, growing up and listening to the radio, I would listen to guys and listen to the shit that they like to listen to. Yeah. And they were cool guys, yeah. and they would like. There was a uh, uh, Charles Lacquadera was this guy who used to do the big mattress show. Um, on, uh, uh, I think it was WBCN, BCN or COZ, back in Boston. Hmm. And it was like this morning show where he would go on, and it was a comedy show, and they would fuck around, but he would play songs too. you know. And he played the shit that he wanted to hear. Yeah, and you're like, before. that guy's yeah. funny. I yeah. like that guy's point of view. And That's was, the music he likes. Yeah, there was this guy, Am Mark Parento. Yeah. Mark Parento was the, the, the afternoon DJ, and yeah. you know he was like a big supporter of comedy too. He always did like comedy competitions and shit, and he would play the shit that he wanted to hear. Yeah. And like you got a, a sense of what this cool guy likes this music, you know, he'd tell you you know why he likes this song, what's so badass about it, check it out, bam, and he plays it. And it's like you're having a sh- that's a show, that's a show. Yeah. What they're doing now is just sh- sticking all sorts of songs that they think they can get you to pay attention to together, and then you know they throw them in. In there yeah. it's, it's there's no one it's it's not there's no one personality behind it it's not there's no yeah, the radio djs don't showing i don't think shit. the radio djs really have much of a choice in what they put on the air no anymore. they don't there's just kind of they're, that, they're a man. voice you know they're there's a voice. an art to being a true fan of the music and going out there and listening to different stuff and collecting your own you know your own favorites and saying look at this cool shit that i got yeah that's what i miss that's what yeah. i'm trying to say i miss right there because it's like now you listen to the radio it's all been focus group tested out this is this this sounds like this this is the so-and-so from American Idol, American Idol, this sounds like American Idol, this all sounds like a, and then it all sounds the same to me. Brian and I have very And I sound like an taste. old guy now, now I sound like an old guy, right? Because I just no, turned 39 years old, I just turned 39, and I you got one... sound like an old guy. Yeah, one year, but you know, from 40, and I'm starting to sound like my dad, saying none of the music today is good, so it's everybody not like it says was that. back when I was Everybody says that. You know? there's, but there's good stuff, you just have to find it, it's just yeah. hard to do. Yeah. Brian and I have very similar tastes, and Brian is always finding me cool shit. He's always finding, he's like, he's an internet fiend. And yeah. So he's always connecting. So I, I always look forward to it. He's always, <laughs> new, new cool shit is fun, man. There's a lot of it out there. It's just there's so much to sift through. Yeah. There's so yeah. much data. Pandora helps me the most. And, you know, just Does being it? at a club and ha- hearing a really good DJ and I'll hook up the Kazam, Shazam, Shazam yeah. or whatever. And then yeah. that shit finds me some crazy Shazam, stuff. if you don't know, if you don't have that program on your phone, it's the most incredible thing. You wouldn't even believe it's real. Yeah, my you phone hold your phone up run. to a, uh, a speaker oh, yeah. that plays the song yeah. and then it tells you what the song is and it lets you yeah. buy it on your phone. SoundSnap actually lets you hum a song. So you'd be like, I told that to Eddie and he's like, that's impossible. He's trying to tell me about music chords. Well, and because this and that and that and this, I'm like, I'm telling you, they do it. That's what yeah. it is. Yep. It's just waveforms, you know. That's what it does. It takes the, takes the song and makes it a waveform, like a picture, like a JPEG, and it just puts it in a database. Analyzes yeah, it. Yeah, analyzes it, and it's like matching yeah. fingerprints. It's like <laughs> it's actually pretty brilliant how it works, and it's not, it's not that big of a deal if it's you know. It's pretty Kit easy. Had that. Are <laughs> we even gonna know that. when the computers take over? Are we even gonna know? We're not even gonna know. No. Uh, they're Hal. just gonna they're gonna take over so quick. Dave started with the TI eighty one, I think. What are you doing, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's real. Hal, man. Hal. Hal. Remember Hal? They Would you like to play a game? Analyze yeah. it in seconds and tell you what the song is. Listen to it, analyze it, break it down to a piece of data, and then spit it back at you with options to purchase it. All in seconds. Yeah. Yep. And they can do it for, you know. 
practically every fucking song there is out there. I've never had it fail on me once. Yeah. Have you ever had it fail on you? Once, but it was also like a remix version, so it was oh. other shit mixed up with So this it. is just, you hear a song, you like it, you want, you, you want to know what it is, you pull Shazam up, yep. it tells you what it is, downloads it, and, and buys it for you, you without even asking. You just playing it in your yep. car. Yep. Seconds later, if your yep. car's Bluetooth... Bam! It's playing in your car. That's amazing. I want bum bum song. Because it's like when I, you know, when I was when I was you know doing my rap group back then. When I was a teenager. You was all we were back then. It was all about sampling loops, right? So you'd find you'd hear loops of music, breaks of music. So we'd go into the radio station all the time, always looking for like cool beat breaks and stuff. So you hear that, you'd always hear stuff, and you wouldn't know what to, you know what it was. And you do that, you know, but they don't. But you know, uh, let me ask you a question. Can I ask you a question? Please. Okay, because I, uh, I I've noticed you have a lot of Buddhas around the house, right? Yeah. Is that okay if I say Sure, that? Yeah, sure. Because okay. um, I had a Buddha, and uh, I, I, I really like them a lot. I had one at my house, okay? It was, when I, when, I, when I got my house, it was there already. I didn't get the Buddha. The Buddha was there already. It was a fountain. Right. Okay? It was on a pole. It was a big fountain. It was about the size of, you know, okay. that poster there. Big concrete fountain. And uh, I had a, a meeting one day with uh, a television executive at mm. my house, okay? And we went up on the roof of my house, and we had a meeting, just a discussion, having a beer, talking mm. about some ideas, television ideas. And we hear this enormous crash. We go down, and the Buddha has just, for whatever reason, the pole is on, this metal pole mm. is smashed. It has fallen. It is smashed into a million pieces mm. and gone into my swimming pool. Oh, that and, sucks. and I'm looking at it, and I'm just thinking, okay. Apart from like, I really miss the thing. I've, is that a, a sign of something? Is that no. A, okay, good. No, it's not. <laughs> Buddha, like swimming. If it was a Donald Duck statue, it still would have fallen. So it's just there's no it's magical fucking... property to having a Buddha in your no, house. It's just me, it's just a thing, a nice thing to look at. I am fascinated by ancient Asian artwork. Okay, I'm fascinated by Buddhas and Thai Buddhas and. The fact that they've, you know, looked that way for hundreds and thousands of years, and yeah. all these different people d- depict these things in the different artistic ways, and that the Buddha is a, a character of peace. You know, the the idea of these Thai Buddhas to me means, a f- I, to me, it give it's it's a, a, a beautiful artistic representation of enlightenment. Yeah, you know, and it's calming too to look like at, it. right? Yeah, Very I like calming. Yeah. I love their artwork. I love Shiva's. I love Hindu artwork. I love um, I love a lot of Thai artwork. Some of the most fascinating stuff. It's one of the coolest things about living in an LA is that you have access to all these importers. Right. And they import this really, um, a lot of this beautiful hand carved stuff from Thailand. Would yeah. you guys Amazing ever have stuff. a mummy? Like a real mummy? No. Mummy in if my you, house? Yeah. Like a dead guy? No. Yeah. I'm like not wrapped up like Scooby Doo style, would you? No, uh, this is morbid, man. It's like, why? You know? Yeah. I mean, I guess if you wanted to like have it in glass, like yeah. in a right. room somewhere right. and shit. But kind of like it's stink, too. Probably stink. It's a weird. Oh, yeah. It's a weird message you're sending. I just yeah. don't like the uh, smell of uh, embalming fluid. <laughs> what if it was airtight? It's and something it had, like, that's lights, always bothered me. It was like embalming fluid. Room. Have you ever the heard of, of that? self-mummification? No. Self-mummification was a practice, is and it's been done several times by uh, these monks. And one of the things they do is they eat nothing but uh, very, very lean foods. They eat like seeds and nuts, and they go through rigorous exercise routines for like three years where they virtually strip their body of all its fat. And then they start drinking this this crazy uh, tonic that's it's like semi-poisonous. So it doesn't kill them, but it fucks them up nice and slowly, and it keeps maggots from growing on them. Get this. Then they climb into a sarcophagus when, after they've done this for a while. So their body's like ready to go. They climb in this sarcophagus and they close the lid on them. And there's just an air hole and a bell. 
It's like and the that guy new, stays uh, in the lotus position. It's like that new movie with the... Uh, he stays in the lotus position with the air hole in the bell, and every day, if he's alive, he rings the bell. And the day that he doesn't ring the bell, they seal the coffin up, and then he's in there for good, and he's mummified. What? Self-mummification. Wow. Why do they do that now? Because they're fucking nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Where are these guys? Are they still doing this today? Yeah, people... Is this legal? Is there self-mummification well, porn? Whose laws? Whose laws? Yeah, where what where are they doing? <laughs> what? I uh, I believe it's in Tibet that they oh do my this. Gosh. If we this find it, Brian, yeah, is I, it should actually stop this. Is there stop a video? Uh, well, I don't know. Start a you campaign know. to stop this. Why don't crap you, Brian? Why don't on? you Google self mummification? I know because I know that it's something that has been done. They no. have these mummies, man, and they've you know taken the lids off their their sarcophaguses and they're in the lotus position, man, yeah. with their fucking robes on and their mummies. It is the creepiest. That's thing dedication ever, to whatever it is that you're doing it for. <sighs> Fuck, they're yeah. taking it to the next level, yeah. man. Total dedication. They're taking it. To, they're poisoning the maggots. Mm. Okay, how about that? They're, they're taking some shit that kills the maggots. Now, mm. by the way, I'm reading this on the internet. Who knows how much of this is true? Yeah. Right. I might be, it says it's a form of uh, suicide. So, yeah. Yeah. so let me ask slow you slow suicide. It yeah. takes years, man. If so not. there is a lot of stuff on the internet that we read that is not true and that is true. Now, yes. you, you were talking about the UFOs last night at your show, which was hilarious, yeah. by the way, and that's, it was great running into you over yeah, there. Yeah, we, we ran into each other at a club. Jay Davis is going, doing this little uh, club. What was it called? The Parlor? The no. Parlor, yeah. On Melrose. Mm-hmm. So, uh, fun, nice little place, but the AC was out. It was whack. It, it's, they were su- it was a really cool crowd, because even though it was like a fucking 100 degrees in there, like literally, it was at least 100 degrees I, in yeah, that I room. I fucking drank like crazy yeah. I was so high. I yeah. had like eight the, beers. Pl- <laughs> it was, the crowd was very polite. Yeah. I felt like I was imposing. Talking to them, I felt like yeah. I felt bad. I felt like I was doing something by making them sit there and watch me. No, like, no, no. It was hilarious. It was heat. awesome. It was a great. It was a great surprise. I didn't know you were coming out. We've been, you know, uh, you know, I, we haven't seen each other in a couple of years. I have a bunch of questions I want to ask you because uh, I've, you know, I've started trying to do stand-up comedy this year. I've been doing it this year. You have been doing it. I have I been laughed doing it. at some of your stuff online. I've been doing it. I've been going all I over the world. Some clips. I'm not trying to do it. I'm doing it. God damn you it. Are doing? It. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, no. I, I said. I said that. I said, <laughs> I'm sorry for you. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a whole a whole new uh, world, isn't it? Uh, yeah. It's a very, uh, but I want to ask you some questions about that. Okay. But, um, but yeah, so uh, I'll ask you right now, I guess. Um, Go for it. Or were we going to, we could Ready. talk a bit more about the show last night. Well, yeah. the show last night was a lot of fun. That was fun, Bill yeah. Burr went up and uh, did a bunch of new shit. Oh, and Bill Burr's uh, Comedy Central special airs again this October 1st, uh, I believe it is. Fucking hilarious, right? dude. Very fun. If you haven't seen it, check it out, and it'll be good for him, too. He really wants to get ratings in this thing because he wants to do more of them. And uh, if you're a fan of stand-up comedy, Bill Burr's one of the best. He's one of the best guys out there today. He, there's... Very few guys that like consistently nail it the way he does. He's really good. He's yeah. a really, really good Well, that's, good that's I went down there to see Bill last night because uh, I'd met him at the Montreal Comedy Festival. And that, this is what's been fun about doing stand-up is I'm getting to go to a comedy festival right. and hang out with a bunch of funny people. Everyone's having a good time. You know, I saw Doug Stanhope up at the Montreal Comedy Festival. He had mm-hmm. this awesome... Uh, a party uh, in, a, in a in a car wash. You know, it was like it was good times. Well, man. he good calls time. it just for spite, yeah. And he does it op- opposing the actual right, right. He's not he part of the camera, right? That's right. He's he not needs, part of the festival. He needs a red band. And this was yeah. this whole sort of controversial thing that was going on up there, yeah. but it was actually quite funny because he had this amazing party in this. Uh, a car wash right across the street. Was it from, really great? Uh, yeah, it was really cool. <laughs> what yeah. you guys? What was it like? Because well, because the bar closed, right? And then it's like, okay, well, the bar, the hotel closed, and then everyone said, well, you know, Doug Stanhope's having a, a, a party in the in a car wash across the street. What? And we walk out across the street, and now it's you know th- three in the morning now, right? So those bars are closed. And we walk across, literally right across the street from the hotel, the main hotel for the festival. There's this. Uh, 
like the smallest car wash. You know, it's got the garage, hoses everywhere. <laughs> anyway, it was just, you know, you know, buckets of beer, and we were there till like 7 in the morning or something wow, like that. So that's it, awesome. it was a good time. Lots of people, a couple hundred people in there in this car wash drinking that's beer. That's awesome. So yeah. he just put together a party. Yeah, it was really, it was really good. So, so, but, awesome uh, move. He's so so what do you, But how, what happens if people drive drunk and stuff? Uh-huh. I don't think yeah. any of them drive. I think they're all taxis and stuff. Really? Yeah. That's a, sni- that's a nice move. But, you know, the thing that's cool about it is, like, you know, so we go over there. I'm at the Montreal Comedy Festival, and, and I, I met Bill Burr, and he came and saw my show. And then last night I thought, I'd, you know, I'm going to go see Bill's show, go see Bill's show. You pop out on stage unexpectedly. Next thing you know, I'm up here at your house. We're drinking cups of coffee, delicious coffee, and uh, doing some... Uh, some webovision here, right? <laughs> it's pretty cool. We're it on, is cool. We've it's been cool talking. We, we talked on Twitter like that. a couple of times. Yeah. I've said, hey, you know, I, yeah. you know, Joe, check this out. I'm, I'm on the road. I sent you a couple of my trailers from my stand-up. Very funny stuff, up. man. You can see them on TomGreen.com. Go on TomGreen.com. Have a look at some of the trailers of the tour and around doing this. But it's, and it's, for the folks on yeah. iTunes, it's Tom Green Live. If you uh, if you want to find them on Twitter. Mm. Mm-hmm. Go at Tom Green Live because they can't see this where it's absolutely it on the- at Tom Green Live is my Twitter. You yep. still releasing that movie? That movie, uh, yeah, Pranksters. Yeah, Prankstar. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that we're working on that one still. Oh, cool. I can't what wait for that. Man? About? What I've been, that? I've been well, waiting. it's kind of. Uh, it's kind of a it's kind of a top secret. It's not finished. Okay, not oh, finished. Don't, not finished. I'm sorry. Well, yeah. well, it's not I, top I have secret, to tell you, but I can't really tell you what it's about because I'm not sure I even know yet because we're right. we're still kind of in the process of, of oh, finishing cool. it. Cool, cool, yeah. cool. Yeah, I want you yeah. to do more movies, man. I yeah. really enjoyed Freddy Got Fingered. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, you. You went out there with that, man. You took a crazy chance. Yeah, I think it shocked a lot of people. They didn't know what to do with it, you yeah. know, because it was so out there. But yeah. dude, this <laughs> well, like it was one of the ultimate stoner movies. If, yeah. if you're a stoner, go get Freddy. If you people are like. You know, a lot of people haven't haven't really heard an, enough good reviews of it. It's yeah. really fucking I did, funny. I did it a girl well, that just quoted that all day. Dude, pre- that I, scene with the baby, the, when the, the yeah. giving birth, uh-huh. it's fuck. I don't uh-huh. want to say anymore. Sort I don't want to ruin it. I don't want to ruin it at all. Sort of similar in a way to your comedy, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, well, let, let, me t- let me tell you. The thing, the thank you for saying that, because it's the really thing funny. is, you know, when you when you... You get thrust into this situation where all of a sudden I had an opportunity to make a movie. Uh, you know, to to write. I wrote it. it obviously, was this trying to make the stupidest movie we could think of, right? Now let's make it the stupidest thing ever. And then, you know, the studio at the time I had all this opportunity to make this. They said, okay, they had all these directors. I said, I want to direct it too. So then they let me direct it. So now I'm you know swinging bloody babies around <laughs> and you know jacking off elephants and stuff and you know getting inside <laughs> deer carcasses and doing all this stuff, right? And then, you know, you're working on this thing for like a year, right? You know, you're working on this thing for a year, nonstop. Uh, you know, you're casting it, you're uh, picking all the props, you're making sure, oh, wait, the, the guts that come out of that deer carcass look like rubber to me. And then the, the prop guy's like, well, we're going to put some uh, blood on it, and it's going to, and I go, well, let's see what that looks like. And they do it, and you look at it, and you're like, no, it still looks like some rubber. We got to get some real guts. And they're like, "Well, we don't know how we're going to make real guts come out of the carcass when you cut it." And then they go, they go off, and these are like people that are professionals, you know. And they go off, and they come back the next day, and they go, "Okay, we've rigged up this compressed air that we're going to put in the back of the taxidermy deer. You're going to run your knife down the slit. It's going to shoot out real pig guts that we've got at the butcher shop." Wow. And then, I'm dra- you know, and I'm draped in pig guts, and I'm doing all this. Stuff. And you're doing all this stuff, right? And you're thinking, "Okay, this is crazy. This is going to look crazy." Then the movie comes out. Everybody like you know basically you know reams you like uh you know you've never been reamed before in your life at this point you know i mean local papers and people and you and you you feel completely kind of confused about it right because you're thinking 
shit, I thought it was pretty fucking funny. I don't know what's well, wrong with me, right? So then, but the the fun thing about it is after that initial weekend and the whole sort of everybody talking about your movie being you know crazy and you know disgusting and all this stuff. You uh, you know I've been on tour this year doing stand up and it's been so much fun because there's a lot of, of uh, nut jobs out there in the world that like that let, that love the movie and they're and it's part of my show now and when I do my stand up I do a little guitar at my show in the middle and I sing a couple of, like Daddy would you like some sausage I sing that with the everybody sings it with me and then people start shouting out some of their favorite bits but I'm surprised I, did, I went all across Australia Canada uh, next month I'm going to be in uh, Toronto Belleville. Um, uh, Hamilton and London, Ontario, and uh, people come to the shows and uh, you know are, are shouting out all these things from Freddie. That's Fingers. awesome. It man. feels a lot. I guess what I'm saying is, thanks for bringing it up. Well, this I, is it what feels I think. This so is great to be out and actually getting all this positive feedback about the movie because I was made to feel like this I is murdered what, uh, somebody. No, or no this is like what that. I think. No, man. no I think way. You were a victim yeah. of a pre-internet review system. Yeah, it was a bunch of foggy old douchebags, and you know the way people looked at things was you know you couldn't just it, it, when what year was Freddie got fingered? It was 2001. Yeah, who the fuck was on the internet yeah. back then? You yeah. know, what I'm saying it wasn't the same as 2000. 2010. And the thing 2010, is, 2010, you get your reviews from ain'titcool.news.com, yeah. like that kind of shit. Like I always go to Fandango or something. I, I get my my reviews yeah. online. I want to use this moment as a as a, real, as a real opportunity for me to actually talk about this for a second. Okay, okay. I, I, I directed this movie. I all, wrote this whole thing. Um, everybody freaks out on it. It's pre-internet, right? I, the other day, I went and I looked at uh, Netflix, okay, at the, the reviews of the movies, right? So I did this just right. two days ago, and I looked at the reviews of Freddy Got Fingered. And the point of making that movie was to kind of like be polarizing, right? It was supposed to be ridiculous. You know, it, it was done in a way where I think that 50% of the people who watch it are definitely going to hate it more than anything they've ever seen in their entire life. Right. And that was the goal. To you know, and the joke is obviously that the other fifty percent of the people are laughing at the fifty percent of the people that hate it, and it's that's that's right. the joke, right? So you go, I went on Netflix, and you're reading the reviews, and it's it's pretty much fifty fifty. People are giving it either you know a good review or the worst review you've ever read in your life, back right. and forth, back and forth. And these people are just arguing with each other about it. And I'm looking at, <laughs> here we are 10 years later after I made this thing, I'm looking at these people having these passionate arguments completely on opposite ends of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. That's pretty funny. So I like the, that. Go the, read the reviews on this sequel. I, I really, truly believe that if that movie came out today, it would be an internet phenomenon. People would be so into it. I think it's, I, it was a fucking fun, Just crazy make, movie. Make it 3D. You well, I'm hoping to make that, another movie this year. Since, since you asked, asked about the movies, I'm hoping to make another movie this year, uh, which uh, is going to be called Insane Prank Movie. Yeah. yeah. And it's going to be just a bunch of crazy pranks, street stuff, but you know, it's going to be sort of a... Well, don't get beat up, man. Yeah. I've been hearing you, you, you're telling me you're getting in fights. What's going on? Oh, yes. That's right. Yeah, I, I am, I've been in two fights... <laughs> you're a grown man. <laughs> I will, you carry around a bow and arrow. I will not get in... A, I was defending myself both times. What happened? I was attacked... Both times, by who? Uh, I was a, by strangers. Both times. For what, what reason? Well, the first time um, I was attacked. Where was it? Where did this take place? It was about two years ago, uh, in New York City. And um, did the guy know you were Tom Green? The he was famous a, he was somebody who was, he was somebody I don't know I don't know he was somebody who was uh, an acquaintance of somebody who I knew and. Now I'm now I'm starting to get worried about getting into the details because because uh, what really happened was quite intense, yeah. quite intense. Why are you and, worried about getting into? Well, because you know I don't know. I'm just thinking now. All of a Legal? sudden, I've never really talked about this on For the radio or anything. Isn't that be kind of weird? What's well, weird when you get in a fight? Did with you somebody. beat somebody up, Tom Green? 
No, he he. I was punched in the head and right. I retaliated. Right. And then did you whoop that ass? You know. I, did you get all up in there? Beat that ass? Essentially, yes. Essentially, yes. Yes. It was, okay, I, I so was not hurt. You probably shouldn't give out the details yeah. because, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I just you might get sued. You're Tom Green. Tom well, Green's you know, I was def- somebody punched me in the head, and, and, and so I had to. So you think I you kind have of, a solid kind of chin? Kind of thing. But then Fairly the other- solid jaw. Take a good shot. Right there. Right there. I had a no. bump the next day. Yeah. It was it was. Did you gray out, or did you stand your ground? I was actually sitting down. He punched you when you were sitting down. Uh-huh. Wow! Whoa, what did you do? Were you getting blown by his girlfriend while you were sitting? There? I was. I was <laughs> sitting beside his girlfriend. You were, oh. yeah, or uh, some oh. girl that he knew. But I wasn't really, uh, you know. I was also with a girl who was my friend who was sitting beside me on this side, and we were all friends. And or they, she was friends with them. But anyways, th- this is the point. Let's let's move past that. The point is, is you got in fights. I got in a fight. So then the second time around, okay? You're a veteran by now. You're ready to throw And this it is actually something I can ask you about for advice on this because okay. this is about controlling your temper, right? This is about when okay. somebody comes at you and you, you, know, you're, you are a fighter, so you know about this stuff, right? I don't know about this stuff. But what happened? I, I go, <laughs> you go into this sort of post-traumatic <laughs> stress disorder kind yes. of everything goes in slow motion. Yes. Well, you know, that's one of the best things about learning martial arts is that you become confident in your ability to defend yourself. Not, you might not always be able to defend yourself. You might, there might be guns and weapons and all, but you're not going to feel completely helpless. You're going to feel like you have at least confidence. If you have a chance, you can do something. Whereas a person who doesn't know how to fight at all and has no experience, it's such a paralyzing feeling when you, Mm -hmm. in the the presence of violence, I mean, you just want to cover up in a ball. You just want to try to protect yourself. You don't know what to do. So this first occasion, it's a bad feeling. This yeah. first occasion happened. Cut to three months, maybe six months later. I'm walking down Sunset outside right. Mel's Diner. Okay, just got the stitches taken out. Yeah, and somehow, um, for some reason, somebody comes up behind me. I, I was, I think, I'd actually had a few uh, drinks that night. Me and my <laughs> friends were being somewhat obnoxious, okay. talking loudly, being generally idiots Canadians. on the street. Yeah, and what? some and, and, and some guy <laughs> saw me being kind of an idiot and came walking up to me and my friend. That was Brian, by the way. And he said, "Hey, man, kidding. I want to kick your ass right now, just like that, no reason." Okay, he said, I, "I'm going to kick your ass right now." And this guy was actually, you know. Smaller than me, which I thought was strange, and he's coming out of nowhere, and we're in the dark, and there's no one around. Right by Paquito Moss outside <laughs> Mel's, Mel's Diner on Sunset. I look at him, my friend looks at him, he, my friend says, Are you serious, dude? And he goes, Yeah. And then my friend, for whatever reason, goes, Okay, and goes like that. So then this guy's running at me, but because of the previous situation, I'm now in like the slow motion mode. Like he's coming at me, and I'm going, well, this is not going to... I just So I went at him, and I, I just put my hands on his neck, right? And I put my hand behind him, and I kind of lowered him down onto the ground, and I put my fist up in his face like this, and I said, I don't want to hurt you, man. I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to hurt you, right? And he said... And his leg was kind of flapping up on the side of my body like this, and I had him pinned on his back on the sidewalk, and he said, okay, man, okay. And I got up, and he walked away. Wow. wow. So then, powerful rape choke to the mount position. For yeah. those of you who don't know yeah. what Tom Green was doing, yeah, was grabbing so, the hand in yeah. the bitch, where's my money grip, and then he had a fist up. Yeah, and wow. he just it just kind of ended. It diffused the situation. Nobody got hurt, um, and uh, you know, that's I think that's I think that's something that people need to know is that you know there is this flash of a moment when somebody attacks you, 
where you kind of go into this animal mode, right? And you're not in complete control, right? And then after, you know, you, you got you to gotta kind of be able to control that a little so bit. So now right? are you like paranoid that everyone's like going to attack you? Like, do you, like, I'm at the Olive no, Garden? No, I'm actually less paranoid now because I now know I got, I got, I've got, I got that sort of, it's sort of like a throat. On the ground, <laughs> get up, and you're always thinking yeah, about it, right? Well, go to yeah, shit. Well, the other thing is, is that that only worked because he was coming at me fast, and he was sort of smaller than me. I don't think that would have worked if he was bigger than me. Did I don't sure. think that would have worked if he knew anything. Yeah, if he knew anything, that wouldn't work. <laughs> Did you fight a lot? He was probably up? really, really drunk, and it was just to me. It was exciting though, because I haven't been in any sort of physical altercation since I was a kid. You, you don't know, want that kind of excitement. If you want that kind of excitement, right. go to jujitsu class. Learn yeah. jujitsu. You get to spar. You get to go full blast with each other and yeah. trying to kill each other with your bare hands. It's awesome. You get all that shit out, and you don't have to yeah. get in fights on the It was scary. Laser on your belt. Yeah. Look, conflict. Is I, I was attacked. There's a certain amount of a certain amount of excitement, primal excitement that comes from yeah. conflict, but it's very dangerous, man. Oh my gosh! Especially I, when you're adding alcohol, you guys are walking on the street, making a fuckload of noise. No, this so is the thing. Like I've become so paranoid about it since then that I've actually kind of essentially really laid off the sauce a bit, right? Because I realized that you know, although I didn't really kind of. I got attacked, right? Right. But it was due to my own sort of loud, obnoxious behavior. And right? that's what I'm saying. Like, do, yeah. you learn from that, right? Yeah, you do. You do, and you. It's. I think it's public called drunkenness maturing. is one of the douchiest maturing. things you can right. do if you're really yeah. loud out yeah. in public. That's a douchey it's, thing. It's, it's when you're in your 20s, yeah. being drunk uh, out at the bar and being crazy. Yeah, it's part that's of acceptable. life. Right. It's part but of life. But I just turned 39 years old. And I'm thinking to myself, that's not cute anymore, really. Totally. It's not cute anymore. It's not cute when it annoys other people. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. You know, and I never used to think about that when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I just think about it. I just we're having fun, fuck it. Woo. Yeah. You yeah. know, we're having fun. Who gives a shit? And then as you get older you start going, wait a minute, but if we're having fun at other people's expense, this shouldn't be fun. This right. should be annoying to me too. I should be embarrassed. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. It's, so you learn not to be a douchebag. Yeah, exactly. And you that's, a, that's you, exactly you got this what it move is. that you're yeah. ready to go to. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think you might want to. I'm going to show you. We'll go into my my cage in the garage, and I'll show you some counters to that move. Oh you yeah, to be very careful. I, I would I would appreciate some self defense. Well, Not that I want to have grab, to ever you have be to very use, use You want to extend your arm? You got to make sure you. Do it correctly. I'd, li- I'd like to take some some jujitsu <laughs> courses. Like Krav Maga's fun too. It's like a combination of things, and they 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 give you like a lot of stuff. Like this is what you do on the street when a guy comes after you, but you can't prepare for everything on the street. You don't really know what the fuck if a guy's going to have a gun or a knife. Or you're not going to really know. You know, yeah, you're yeah. better off just getting really good at any sort of a martial art. Like you know, you're really going to get good at knife defense. Uh-huh. You know, like that's. Yeah, that seems like a waste of time. To yeah, me, you know, considering just, no one's ever pulled hope, a knife on yeah, you in your stay life. Stay away from douchebags. Keep your life clean. Let's hope we don't get stabbed. Yeah, don't don't be going out. Practice every day because one day a guy's gonna have a knife. There's this fat guy who has this website on uh, all sorts of uh, at- attacks, like uh, a knife against a knife. How he will block this knife and then he will attack. This means a fat fuck. The guy's hilarious. <laughs> uh-huh. He's completely out of shape, and he's yeah. like, he's actually kind of a half decent writer but yeah. totally completely delusional yeah. martial arts guy and so uh, he's got these uh, instructional videos where a guy will come at him with a knife and he will block this knife and cut to the guy's body yeah. and then go behind him and he cuts like major yeah. organs and I'm looking I'm like this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life you're preparing for a knife fight yeah. that would never happen Why don't you probably because of the preparing for it is take your it's increasing off. his odds of being <laughs> killed crazy. in a knife fight yeah. by like 10,000% yeah. he's carrying knives on him everywhere <laughs> you know, people he's, are going to challenge He's asking for a knife fight. Well, he's, he's, just, he's, he's begging just, for a knife fight. He's just nuts. 
Yeah. But, you know, what the, who the fuck's wasting their life preparing for knife fights? <laughs> <laughs> this is funny. Sometimes I look down Shit. here at the stream and then I see you and I'm thinking that I'm looking at you live, but it's just a it's short a, delay, a right? delay. Yeah, yeah let's not look at it because I don't want to confuse you. It was funny. It was, it was confusing me because Comedians, I was Comedians, man, they'll, they'll go off in a drift. Yeah. Well, it was, it was, yeah, it was, it was like I was, I, st- I was looking at your, your laughing over there, and I'm like, wait a minute, I'm not saying anything funny right now. <laughs> oh, wait, he's not laughing. That was, that was a few seconds ago. Something we're he was very high tech. We're on ago. a delay in case you start getting crazy and curse our government. Yeah, this is cool. And now, so we're, uh, we're broadcasting on iTunes. This is it's on iTunes. iTunes. Okay. It's on the Zune Marketplace. It's okay. on um, all sorts of different things. Oh, this is cool. This is cool. Um, now, so yeah, so uh, Stitcher number one in Canada, uh, comedy yeah. a few times on the iTunes. Okay, yeah. See, this is something that powerful I'm powerful Canada. I'm going to start trying to do a podcast myself uh, for the first time, and I, in starting next week. So I'm, it's going to be fun. You're, you've always been in that kind of community access channel. Like you're, you were always making videos. You actually changed everything when you had your show on MTV. In my opinion, my whole age group. Uh, I'm 36, but you. It's, took my idea of making stupid little videos and going, wow, look what he's doing. He's actually doing it for realsies on MTV. You know? yeah. You've really changed that whole market. You, it's a pretty, pretty amazing career that you've had, man. That was an exciting time. That was a, obviously, that was the most exciting Watch time. Watch his blown, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Maybe we wait till the uh, show's over. And That's one of the most awkward things ever. When out you in the say driveway something, or something like, like that? Really lo- like when Doug's down opens here, I was trying to say like really good things about him. But I'm like, it's so weird saying that. He's right here and it's right. going yeah. broadcasting in front of the world. <laughs> yeah. What a great show, though. You come up to Joe's house. You well, get coffee. Pe- you get a blowjob. <laughs> I think a lot of people, though. I think a lot of you've inspired a lot of people. Man. And yeah. You were one yeah. Of my well, you inspired for- me to do this, man. To yeah. do this online. When I came over to your house, I'm like, wow. I mean, oh, yeah. We, we no, I remember how excited you were about it. You talked to the, the, the there was a, 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 a document or a, a, I was at Entertainment Tonight Canada or somebody yeah, was at the house. Like and you said uh, you, you were very excited about it. And I thought, well, this is cool. This is, this is actually, maybe, maybe this is not a waste of time doing the show in my living room. Joe well, seems we, to like it. We knew yeah. that eventually <laughs> it was going to get to the point where the internet and the television combined. It hasn't totally happened huh. yet. But it's pretty close. It's, like, it's a small, a dribble. You know, mm-hmm. I can get like I have a, a DVD player that lets you go to um, lets you go to uh, different sources like and Netflix, get movies, Netflix, and yeah, yeah, and even YouTube. Yeah, it allows you to go to YouTube as well. You and stream. You can get thing. You stream. I don't know about you stream. No, oh, yeah, I thought you said no, you stream. No, I think I was wrong. Right. I think it was YouTube. Yeah, but um, it's just it's close. You know, you you can get the the internet is bringing content to your television. It's just oh. doing it through outside parties now. It's not quite as accessible as I would. Yeah, you, I, I worry that it's going to get all controlled so mm-hmm. that you know it, you end up everyone gets some box that they're watching the internet on their TV, but right. it's not the real internet. You know, it's just yeah. the stuff that the shows that get bought by Time Warner Cable and they decide to put on the internet, which then all of a sudden you don't have right. the internet. You have right. this sort of yeah, just it's, it's other way of distributing yeah. television Trick. that's you know on demand, it's but a weird it's not free. Right. Net it's, neutrality. Right. You know, you need we need need to make sure. That you know, and I don't know a whole lot about it, but you know, I was talking about this the other day with my friend, and he said net neutrality is some big issue right now. You know, they're talking about. You know, well, since you know, you're in Hollywood, yeah. since we don't know a lot about it, yeah. let's argue about it. Yeah, since neither one of us know the points. Yeah, so I just think here. that we got to fucking stop this, man. <laughs> that's how we rock it yeah. here in Hollywood. Just argue about shit we don't even know about. Yeah. Well, you know, that's. I was on stage. I, and some I, fucking I love guy. Some guy yeah. in the audience just decided he was going to heckle, and this is what he heckled. He goes, even Stephen Hawking said that the universe proves there must be a god. 
Like he was arguing with me, angry at me, and this is what he was saying. And then Stephen Hawking came but out that's last not what Stephen week. Hawking said he came. Stephen, Stephen Haw- yeah. Hawking came out two weeks ago and said that exactly. there is no God. Exactly. So I'm like, dude, you didn't even read it. You yeah. didn't even read it, and you're arguing it. You're yelling it out publicly. Yeah. <laughs> and then and but that's Haw- that's L.A. That's my point. That's that w- Los Angeles. Was you don't said, know uh, anything about anything? Just argue it. Argue yeah. it. Not only did he argue it, he yelled it out. And I don't even know what I was talking about. I, I forgot because it was so ridiculous what he said. Mm. But he yelled it out, like from the side of the stage. Like it was like a, an important point for him. Did you have a conversation with him about it? Very little. I talked to him a little bit from the stage. I tried to be nice and just segued into the rest of the show. But he just like wanted to, it was a weird thing. It was like he was a guy that just wanted to argue like it was a game, like he wanted to play catch with me. Have you noticed a lot more heckling, <laughs> Joe, lately? No, no, not lately. It comes and goes. There's cool crowds and not so cool crowds. And it's always, the crowds are always cool. There's just always a few douchebags, a a tiny few amount of douchebags. But that's all you need. You know, if you have 300 people in a a comedy club, all you Mm -hmm. need is three douchebags and you got an issue. You have to deal with one douchebag and you got an issue. So some, it's, it's, do you like that or it's? No, no. I would way rather have just a fun show. Yeah. Like uh, in uh, Indianapolis. Stressful when they start yelling. I did two shows in Indianapolis last Friday. Never been to Indianapolis for comedy before it was fucking great man the crowds were super cool dude everybody's super friendly and fun it's a nice like easy going place yeah and it's a decent sized city it's a million four million four hundred thousand people so it's a it's not a small town yeah and just really fucking cool friendly people you know i like that man i don't want to uh-huh. deal with some fucking douchebags uh-huh. who need attention uh-huh. that's annoying <laughs> man it's like yeah. i want to tell you man i want to pull them aside and you know take them away from everybody and go yeah. dude just get your shit together man you see what you're doing you're all out of control you just you're so needy for attention that you're willing to disrupt everything around you i've started to notice them before they even say anything yeah, you, you, can, you, you often sit them. right at the front right, right. of course they like to they sit don't. right there where everyone can see them and there's sort of these you can tell that these sort of you know Alpha personality types who just want you know everybody to look at them. I mean, come on, what what's their problem? Right. No, no, but I mean, no. What's you know, like, the weirdest thing when people talk you know, back to you? It's like you know, if you want to do, if you want to, why don't you just go do comedy? You know, and go do your own show. You know, no, uh, they don't want to do that. Yeah. They want to criticize. It's like yeah. critics. These critics yeah. that that hated your fucking movie, uh-huh. go yeah. make a better movie. Well, yeah, they're not exactly. going to make a better movie. They have nothing to contribute. They're contributing. They're doing their best to be verbose in their bitchiness. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what their co- contribution is. Be, yeah. be cunty about things always look for the negative love everything foreign <laughs> you know? yeah. I mean that's really what it is but it's also even when they yell out fun stuff it's sort of annoying too right yeah well like, the worst I was saying to, was I when they some talk people to think you. they're trying to help you or something the you know? worst is when they talk to you yeah you ever have people in the front row and they just talk at you mm-hmm. like why would you do that yeah like what, what, usually what the fuck? wasted what the, yeah yeah what the fuck I'm gonna get to it I'm gonna get to the whole subject yeah yeah you know don't to- don't move me in a different direction I mean, come on man what well where were you going why are you talking to me, man? This isn't a conversation. Yeah. It's a fucking comedy show. Yeah. It's- I always give people the opportunity to yell shit out, though. I do a and a at the end of almost every one of my shows just because it's fun. Uh-huh. It's kind of, sometimes it's anticlimactic. It's dangerous because sometimes it drags on, and I do the Q&A for like a fucking hour or something, and I don't know how to end uh-huh. because it's so open-ended. But I think people like fucking around and being able to talk yeah. to me, so I let them know. Like, well, there'll be a time where we can yell shit out, but it's not, let me get my material out, do all this, and then we'll fuck around. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, it's fun. Can- yeah, because it's... The it's, best is when there's lines and microphones. That's how I did it when I recorded my DVD. That's the best way to do it. Have a line and people come up to the line and they get to the microphone. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because when they just yell shit out, it just gets too crazy. Right. 
Right, Brian? I was just going to say what a UFC it? guy's name. Like, you know, like, talk about GSP. You yeah, know, like, talk about Anderson Silva. Yeah. <laughs> we think about Chael Sonnen's chances in the rematch. What should he have done different? Now, because you have stuff out on, on, and I've had it on TV, or I don't, you do people yell you to do bits that you've Sometimes, done before. I can't remember a lot of them, though. The problem is when I stop doing a bit, man, I don't remember how to do it. Like, like somebody yelled out, do the talking dog bit the other day, mm-hmm. the drug commercial bit, and I was like, fuck, how does that go? Like, I, I haven't done it in a long time. So I had to try to perform it from memory. You know, I just, I, I always try to come up with new shit. When you have new shit, you got to abandon the old shit. You can't keep remembering it. Every now and then, one will pop up from like the old days. Like I'll, I'll remember one. I'm like wow, I remember how this one goes. But in order to keep writing new material, you know, I've had right now. I had the first one was I'm going to be dead someday, and then there was the uh, Showtime special that I did. Oh, the, no, then there was Belly of the Beast, and the Showtime special in 2005, and then Shiny Happy Jihad. And then Talking Monkeys in Space, that's a lot of different material. I can't remember all that shit. Yeah. You, you, ever, just pop, you ever just pop in the DVD and watch watch your show? No. I don't, I don't that might be good. Maybe get, like, get it back in your head that way. It's uncomfortable for me to watch the yeah. stuff that I've just done recently. It's uh-huh. really uncomfortable for me to watch something like from like a few years ago. Dude, yeah. while you're fucking a flashlight might help. Whoa, what are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, well, and it's like when you were playing that song earlier, I was sort of sitting here kind of sort of curling yeah. up inside my shoes you know because it's like you're just looking at something from 20 years ago and you're going yeah. oh geez I wouldn't really do it exactly that way yeah you know? I know what the you way mean. I'm rapping trying to sound like Chuck D you know it's like well that's kind of, well, kind of you know, cheesy think, you know but it's capturing somebody <laughs> yeah. said this to me once that you know you just have to think of all these performances as capturing a moment in time you know and just uh-huh. but I, I don't you know that's all well and good and I appreciate that but I don't want to it's still me yeah. I, don't want, I don't really want to watch me from 15 years ago do comedy it's not fun <laughs> yeah I don't like me from 5 years ago doing it you know yeah. It's hard watching yourself, man. When uh-huh. you when you're you're very critical and honest, you know it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. Like in trying to figure out how much of this should I be trying to enjoy this? Should I be trying to enjoy it like a spectator, or should I be like hypercritical of everything I'm doing? Because that's what I always wind up doing. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'd prefer not watching myself. But you have to to, to go over material. I think to. Um, to uh, like, li- you listen to bits, and sometimes you go down. Your brain will take you down different paths. Like you go, oh, why didn't I say this? Or why didn't I talk about that? Or you remember like certain taglines that you may have ad libbed at the moment, which may be gone if you don't remember them. There's a lot of my best taglines. I forget them. I just stop doing it for some reason, and then I forget it. And then some someone will say to you like, why don't you say that anymore? I'm like, oh fuck, I forgot. You know? <laughs> Do you have it all written down somewhere? Or most of it, yeah. yeah. Most of the material is written down. It's all written. But the way I start off almost all of my bits. I start them off with like blog entries, whether or not it gets posted on the internet at all. Almost all of it is just me dissecting a subject. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. This is the method that I've come to over the last few years. It's the most, to, to me, it's the best method because it, it allows me to really examine all the different ways I think about a subject without worrying about people's attention spans. Right. So I just write, you know, and it could be page after page after page, just ramblings on uh-huh. what I think about anything. And then I dissect what's funny about it. Like, mm-hmm. this is funny, this is funny, this is funny. And then I say, well, how much this would go into a bit? Could this be a bit? Okay, this could be a bit right here. This is, uh, this is how I'd have to say it. And then I look yeah. at it like that, like I'm stealing from myself. Uh-huh. Like I'm stealing And you get jokes. feedback, too, on the internet, right? People yeah, read I do, it on yeah. Blog? If I post yeah. it, but there's a lot of stuff that I write that I don't post. There's right. a lot of stuff that I write. I, I write it as if it was going to be a blog entry, and then it just winds up going in a file. Yeah. Because you know? I don't like where I was going with it, or I wasn't finished with it, but I do like this part, and that part will become a bit. Do you like do you you think of your ideas when you sit down to write, or is it when you're out and about with friends hanging out? And then it's you both. It's all, everything. I think yeah, you know you get different kinds of creativity just from driving in your car with the music off. You know, if you have your stereo off and you just drive in your car and don't talk to anybody, uh-huh. just doing that, doing like every average everyday things. 
a percentage of your brain, you know, you're going to focus on what you're doing, you're going to focus on our activity, but you're going to get bored. Your brain is going to get bored, which yeah. is driving. So your brain is going to start thinking about things. So a percentage of your brain will start coming up with ideas and you'll start pondering things and questioning relationships and you start breaking down your life while you're driving with no stereo on. Mm-hmm. You know, when you got the music on, you listen to that and then you're, you're off in no thinking land. Yep. You know? That's the, one of the most dangerous things about the media is the fact that it's so pervasive and it's so easy to get to and it's so easy to just sit there and watch and just get sucked into it and never yeah. think at all. I know. I've been, I've been addicted to the 24-hour news cycle in this last few years and it just drives me nuts. How much it's news fucking... a day do you watch? Oh uh, well, it's just on in the background, so it's like I'm at the computer, but it's on in the background. You do you know? sleep till news? Uh, no, do, no. Do you sleep till the TV at all? No, I yeah. don't. Fuck no. all that, dude. No, that's yeah. that's, that's no, a that's little... a sickness. Is You're it? not getting real sleep. That uh, sounds a little bit asleep. Oh no, I always on. do the 40 minute snooze. Everybody where I, just I know sit there that and does lay, that. Watch TV. You have a snooze button on your TV? Yeah, that's cool. Or a timer. I mean, really? Yeah, that's cool. You do a 40 minute snooze. 40 minute timer. What do you watch? Late night television. Cartoons. Oh yeah. Put it on some, you know, oh, Cartoon okay. Network. So it's... you're not sleeping while the TV's on. The TV shuts itself off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, well, that's that's sort of different. I mean, I have watched TV before I go to bed. Right. But I thought you were just sleeping just... with the television on. You don't give a fuck. Old Tom and Jerry's are relaxing. He's getting man. like no REM sleep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like barely, barely dreaming. Listening to books on tape. Yeah. Yeah. You got to trick. You have to constantly trick your mind <laughs> that you're four years yeah, old. I woke right? up this morning and I uh... <laughs> the weirdest flight once because I, I bought this uh, CD on the laws of attraction. Uh-huh. It's this uh, this crazy woman who claims to be channeling some some you know is it the secret or what the no 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 it was another one it was the laws of attraction right i forget her name but anyway she talks in this strange way like when she's channeling this like super deity oh Oh, yeah she's a blonde lady right you know what it's on itunes i'll tell you a princess somebody or something i've seen that somewhere because uh yeah i've someone showed me that once i i I like that. You yeah, know, that's a, Seth speaks. Oh, yeah, I, re- I read the secret and I, Abraham, I, I, I that's found it. it I found it something that I enjoyed. So this woman and she helpful. channels this super uh, mm. deity called Abraham. Uh-huh. I fell asleep once. I want. I listen to everything. I'm, yeah. I have a very open mind, and even if I think someone, it sounds crazy. You're channeling something. Okay, maybe you are crazy, but maybe in your crazy, in your actual true belief, you may have it that you're communicating with this deity. Right. Maybe you can bypass some of the pitfalls and, and roadblocks and the human consciousness and maybe you can see things that other people can't truly see so yeah. maybe you are crazy maybe you are full of shit but maybe you still have some good points i'm willing to let that be a possibility so i listen to nutty people do all kinds of different conversations and all kinds of different lectures and so i was listening to this and i fell asleep listening to it so i was on the plane for like a five-hour flight and it's like hours and hours of of lectures of this woman talking through this man channeling wow telling you love life is love like all this nutty fucking new age type shit she's channeling from this deity in this strange voice she's uh inflecting it's very uh-huh. sorry. I, I landed. I'm just thinking like I'm in a fucking Harry Potter movie. Or yeah, something. yeah. That, Dude, it might have fucking programmed something in your brain. That's going to come. Got me. You're going to be could've in an isolation me. tank, and next thing you know, you're going to be like, what was that movie with it's Denzel like Washington? Eternal Sunshine the of the Spotless Mind, or something. You've reprogrammed yeah. yourself. Yeah, somehow. totally. What was that movie? Something Man, the Denzel Washington movie, uh, Running Man. No, no, fuck. Yeah, I don't God know what you mean. It. Man on a Shit, man on the fuck cunt. He's a sec- the security guard, right? <laughs> Uh, or he's, a, he's no, a he, security for the girl, and she gets kidnapped. And he's been programmed. He was programmed when he was. What is that fucking Terminator? Movie? No, that was, <laughs> that was a different. You're uh, not even trying to help anymore, man. How dare you? <laughs> Whatever. Howard the Duck. I'm not going to get it, man. It was a, a movie where they brainwashed him when he was younger, and then they activated him. Oh, oh yeah, uh, yes. AI. 
No. No. Fuck you, man. <laughs> Asshole. I'm thinking of the other one where the guy, they try to get the guy to. AI's a little kid, you dickhead. You fucking dickhead. Yeah. That's not Denzel Washington either. That's Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> Same guy. I don't remember. I hate not being able to remember shit. Yeah. It's so annoying. Yeah. Is there a memory supplement? Has anybody ever taken a memory supplement? I mean, is, is that, what's good? Is that real? Yeah. Because I heard it was bullshit. I heard ginkgo was bullshit. Just do resveratrol. If you haven't started yet, I do. Serious. I take that oh, you stuff. Do? Oh, yeah, cool. What, what milligrams, you know? I don't remember. Got to get like 500. Go up to we'll 500. talk about this off air. Right. Yeah, do you feel that you find you forget things as you get older? I don't. No, you forget things because you have too much information. I mean, I don't feel like a. a I can't remember anything that I don't recall at this point, but. Yeah. You know? What I do, uh, yeah, you. I do notice that there there is a, a some sort of a, a scientific theory about the amount of people that we can store in our brain, and I absolutely believe that. They say it's 150. They yeah. say that people have room for 150 Megabytes. faces and names they recognize. Yeah. I have recognized someone that I didn't know was still in my database. Well, you have to reassimilate the memories. Yeah. And you go, okay, okay. Happened last oh, night. Happened last night. That's, that's a true. weird thing, man. It's like your brain is going, oh, we're going to dust this off? Hold on. Yeah. We have it. It's way back here. It's way back here. And then the dude's giving me information. Do you remember, man? We used to play pool together in White Plains. I'm like, oh, shit. And then I'm going way back here. Okay, go. Well, I got the file. I got the file. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, because you find, you know, so this weird. year, traveling. I've been traveling around this year, meeting you know thousands of pe- hundreds of people every weekend and in mm-hmm. different cities, right? So you're meeting all these different people. Do you find then you start you know having that happen more where you don't rec- when you come back to yes. LA? You- I mean, especially if you like if you you meet someone who's interesting and you you wind up talking to this dude and you you know you talk to him on the internet. Well, that's an internet. You got an internet memory now. You know, this guy is a part of your internet yep. group. You know, you know if you like, on my message board, people sign up for my message board, and sometimes there's some cool people have some interesting things. And okay, now that guy's a name in my my things of you know names of uh, people that I can store in my mind. I mean, it's like 150. That's what they say. Yeah, I really do find that I, it's, it really is. It does f- seem like a data issue. It seems like a data processing mm-hmm. issue. It's like the, we're not supposed to have access to this many fucking people. Like our hardware is not set up for this. Right. Yeah. It's like we're trying to run Quake 4 on a, a 1982 fucking PC. You know, that's what it is. We're going to have to get little, you know, 32 gigabyte chips that we can sort of okay. plug yeah, in behind yeah. our ear or yeah. something yeah. like that. You imagine just, they just for names and phone numbers. If they can figure out how to update the <laughs> yeah. database of your mind. Yeah. It might happen. Just download stuff into your little... Uh, well, that'll be out there soon. I mean. <laughs> it's got to be. If you can think it, <laughs> if you can think it, they're gonna they're gonna get there. If, as long as they keep tampering, and they always will. I mean, that's what people do. We keep trying to figure out what's the coolest, best shit, and they're gonna learn. They're gonna learn from it. As long as we don't blow ourselves off the face of the earth, we got some nutty shit coming. Some nutty shit. Yeah, it's it's. Um, they're developing skin that can feel. That's artificial. Really? Yes. Artificial skin that you can feel with. They have artificial limbs. What do you mean? They're what do you mean? Be able to like you attach them. it to your finger, and then you can make your finger like forty them. feet long, have, and you can you touch have, stuff. Eventually, across ultimately, they want you to be able to be sensitive. Like you could pick up a piece of paper with it, or you could hold a thick mug. Oh, really? Be able to touch and feel things. So what do you mean? You, you grab it, impulses. and then you can feel. You're going to get electrical impulses from this artificial hand. So they've and found it's like go into your nerve endings, and they're going to figure out how to make it so your brain thinks this is a hand. So they've figured out the conversion of they're working to like. I mean, I don't know how far it along it is or how close it is, but I know that this is a, an ultimate goal. They're trying to figure out a way. What would be to some make, uses for that technology? You, how about fake Healing. humans? Yes. How about yeah. they're going to make yeah. fake people, dude? Better I mean, fleshlights. That's the the real thing. Better fleshlights. The real yeah. thing is artificial life. Yeah. That's the real thing, and that's really, really possible. It's really possible. 
we don't know what, what life really is. You know, technology might be life. It might be life in some sort of an embryonic form, and it has to break out of this like a, a caterpillar that becomes a butterfly. This might, with, we're seeing with technology that people have created today in 2010, we might be seeing just the, you know, just this eggshell that's about to break, and this new thing is going to hatch out of it. Yep. I, uh, yeah, I, I could use a, you know, a, a robot around the house that had uh, <laughs> sensitive skin. Smooth mouth. <laughs> Pretty lips. That would be so strange if you just had this really super hot robot that you could fuck whenever you wanted, and you didn't have to feed her. You could shut her off. You could mm-hmm. do whatever you wanted. Yeah. But when you turned around, she's like, oh, are we fucking? Yeah. Like, what's up? Yeah, clearly this is... Well, that's the, possible. Clearly these scientists are, are putting their... Uh, who is going to be their energy in the right place? Tolerate their wife's bullshit when you can fuck this super yeah. hot robot porn star. But there'd yeah. probably be something annoying and gross. Like you have to change your filter, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, that that would not be a fun. vacuum your load out of her snatch. <laughs> that wouldn't be a good job. What if she's absolutely artificial? Even her, you know, her hormones, her everything. What if you know it li- literally is like an artificial person? Yeah. You know, but it doesn't age. Yeah, she you cleans her own age. filter. Yeah. She yeah. cleans her own pussy. She knows yeah. what the fuck to do. Yeah, she cleans her own filter. So. Hey, why don't you just clean your own filter? Already there's a problem. Can you clean my filter? Why don't you what clean your own filter? What if she's too embarrassed, though, all the time? Yeah, she, exactly. See, there's already problems. <laughs> with that. If you could actually have these totally controllable artificial people where you could program in their personality and make them super accepting and docile and always, you know, always kind and always like sweet and affectionate to you, what, would people even get in relationships anymore? Would do with dudes? God, dudes would just. If you get, you're an ugly fat guy. You can just buy this yeah. super, this super in, insanely hot chick that's fake. Yeah, I think and you can go to movies with her and shit. She'll go oh. to the movies with you. Oh no, that's the end. We <laughs> didn't even know. We wouldn't even know if it was a real oh, person. That's the end. Of and they'd be like some old fat fucked up dude with no teeth, shit all over his clothes. She doesn't care. She's a robot. Yeah. She's hot as fuck. She looks like Tracy Lords in her prime, and they're holding hands at the movie theater. People are getting pissed. Get a fucking real woman. Except the way Get you would know. Woman. The way you would know is because when it first happens, there'd only be five models. You know, there'd be the blonde. You know, there'd right. be the brunette. And be everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So you'd see you'd see <laughs> the, the guys walk around them. You like smart cars right. going around it's or like, whatever. They'll do anything. They'll suck your dick in a taxi cab. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, they're, they're robots. The yeah, yeah, yeah. People oh. are gonna go off. It's gonna yeah. be crazy. They would probably have like dead eyes. You know, when you look in somebody's eyes, you you, you yeah. can tell. Maybe maybe they have puppy dog eyes. Maybe they crush oh you. Maybe you fall in love with that robot. and You're trying to figure out a way to breed with her. Dead puppies. That's, Wait, maybe dead that's puppies. the apocalypse. We, we do figure out a way to breed. With can the you robots. tell me a little bit about this flashlight? Since we're on the topic of of having sex with. You it's know, a thing that you fuck. Like Put your it finger. Touch, let me really, touch it. it is. Let me touch it. Oh, yeah, and this is your sponsor. No one, no one has your, fucked this, this one. This is your a clean sponsor. One. One. Thank. Show me the other part. This yeah. is this is your uh, the sponsor, sponsor for your show. Yes, that's the where is this manufactured? Uh, I believe Austin, Texas. That's where the company's located. Do you, uh, hung out with them unscrew uh, a couple the weeks top ago. Or yeah, go ahead. Don't be scared. Get in there. Don't be scared. I'm gonna turn it for me. I don't really feel like touching. Um, it's just like yeah. No, you should feel it. You should feel it. No one has had sex with this. Yes, this is just a sample that they sent us. Just touch it. Trust okay. it. Okay. All right. Yep. Put your Pretty good, on. right? Put the finger in the hole. I'm not going to put my finger no, in No, no. Feel it. it. Just feel it. Like, it feels it's the butthole. Like you should no, lick I, it. I can imagine. <laughs> I can imagine. I have a very strong imagination. That is, that's interesting. Better it's, than the cow. Now, now yeah. let me ask you this. Um, I don't have to ask you whether or not you masturbate, because of course you do. Um, but, uh-huh. I, but would you be willing to buy a masturbation tool that would make masturbation better? Probably not, right? Because I was, then you I, have to sort of admit. I was hoping to, yeah, I'd get a free one because I was a oh, guest I'll give on you the one. show. I'll yeah. get you one. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, I, would I be willing to I buy one? I think I got one left. Hold on. Yeah, I'm just kind of kidding. I'm just kidding, actually. You want one. Well, oh, you know. 
Might be fun just for a conversation at parties or something like that. Hey, look I know what I, I got. One. I'll give it to you. I'll get to yeah. find it. Yeah. Yeah. It's in here somewhere. Yeah. No, I mean, you don't, you don't. What kind of porn does Tom Green like? Do you definitely like have to be in a sealed wrapper? Let's put it. Does it come in a sealed, hermetically sealed, sealed plastic? plastic? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. See, sure, it's. I would not yeah. advise you to fuck that. Yeah, you don't want. Yeah. Brian Callen touched that. Oh, yeah. See, this has been out. This has been, Duncan un- touched this it. has been unsealed. Is that a signature? I think I think Ricky Schroeder even touched that one. Did Ricky Schroeder touch that? Ricky Schroeder touched it. Hey, he licked it. And so does is it, does it do anything? Yeah. Does it like vibrate or anything? No, you it, don't need that. No. <clears throat> it's just a it's just that's what it is. Just that. You know what it is, man? It, it, it is it, though. it just makes it it's way better feeling than your hand and you're not getting any you're not getting any signal from it. It's patented rubber. You yeah. know, it's like they have their own patent on how it really awesome feels this good. rubber is. Made, made in really America, good. made in the USA. Proud to be good. an American. Very interesting. At least I know. This is called fish in a bucket. Oh, okay. Look at that. Okay. That's what wow. he calls it, fish okay, in a bucket. Okay, you've taken that out there. <laughs> this is what it's called. This is called deer in a tree. You, yeah. You're just making up names, son. That's not what it's called. It's called is that, that what it's you. called? Or you also fling it. Okay. Boing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great nerf a toy. slapstick. Yeah, don't, don't, don't fling that around But it's much. it's a solid product. Yeah. For, for 60 bucks or whatever it costs, it's totally worth it. It makes beating off way more fun. What kind of porn do you like? What, are you an amateur guy or Brian, a Take your pants guy? off. Take your pants off when you ask that question. Uh, you know, I don't even know anymore, man. It's gotten so crazy out there. You I still mean, use magazines? Kids today. Yeah, you <laughs> it's know. It's gotten so no. crazy. Well, what's gotten crazy, man? Well, just the, I, I think basically just the sort of instant access to anything online is kind of starting actually to get to the point where, um, you know, it's not as an amazing thing porn you know right. like i was you know when you know when i was talking you know when, you, when we were kids you know when we were you know when we were like you know when i was in, when i was a kid right <laughs> they didn't have that obviously right so you'd be you know excited when you know like when the sears catalog comes you know you'd be excited right, right? you know this is, this is you know this is what you would uh you know, there, there was not this access to it. So to, it's, it's almost like overwhelming to me now. I, th- I think I've watched too much of it in my life, and I'm not interested in it that much anymore. You know? Yeah. Uh, to be honest with Sounds you, when like I... you're campaigning for a nice girl. W- when I start... Yeah. When I started seeing it online <laughs> in video, uh, to be honest with you, I watched it a lot because I was interested in the web streaming technology. Right. Yeah. So I would go on some of the sites just to kind of... That's it. Just for yeah, purely technological It was purposes. sort of like a business or research kind of thing because I'm you know, doing my web show. I wanted to see that the streaming quality was good mm-hmm. and things like that. And this. you can get the most data from the facials section. That's what I, I find. Yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, so you know it's uh, but uh, it's it's uh, I I I think that's gonna what's gonna happen to us? Is, are we gonna go? Are we all gonna go crazy because of this porn everywhere? Are these no, it's just yeah. people fucking. They're just going crazy because they've been suppressed for so long. It's like ah! yeah. until everybody calms down, and then they're gonna realize. Well, I don't really like watching all this crazy mouth fucking until yeah. girls throw up and, yeah. and coming in their eyeballs and yeah. all that shit. Right. I don't really like that. That's yeah. why you can watch making love videos. They're actually better than the porn fucking videos. Oh, I've it's never just heard two of people that. in re- they're really in love and they just sit there. And make love. It's actually really? pretty nice. This yeah, is some, that's, uh, that's, it's that's a, a way better way to be some off. fetish site you're into. <laughs> yeah, you don't like love. Videos? You don't even like professionals, boy. You like fucking scabs. <laughs> the love videos. They're yeah, scabs. The videos. All right, they're violating nice. the porn union. It's very nice. <laughs> oh, and then where do you find that exactly? At Google love uh, making love videos. There's really? this one really? chick that has See, that's a website. Something I've never heard of. Oh before. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's There's one romantic. chick that's like the most famous blowjob artist in all of the world. I don't remember her name, but she's really famous. But she. 
it's I uh, I deep Heather. That's her name is right. right? Heather yeah. Heather something. Else. And th- she's got like I don't know a hundred fucking videos, and right. they're all of her blowing her husband, wow. blowing this dude everywhere. Yeah. And she has the, the most ridiculous lack of gag reflexes. She's got none. So I mean, he's got a big dick. She's like, bleh, bleh, like down to the balls, licking his balls every time. That does nothing for me. And they have they had they have videos so, all over the place on the internet. Like he's t- turned his wife sucking his dick yeah. into like a website. Yeah. That's uh, an interesting way to go. You, know? <laughs> you like more. You like more violent. You should, you no, it's not, a, videos. It's not what I like. These, I don't like it. Videos well, too. I like her. She's not doing it violent. She's not throwing up. Somehow or another, she can just do it without gagging. That's the crazy thing. The other ones, like, there's a lot of them, like Sasha Gray porn. I, that's fucking hard to watch, dude. That that chick gets her mouth. Oh wait, you did the first uh, watching two girls one cup video, right? Did you do that? It wasn't the first. Oh, okay. No, no. I way. saw it you was, do that though. It was me and Joe. We did it. it was, yeah, it was watching. It was the shot was on. Yeah, you, the it reaction of, of yeah it was both what of was us, that called the, what's that called when they, when they do reaction reaction video yeah reaction video yeah, yeah that's, that's 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 it was one of those it was a good one for reaction videos because everybody knew by the sound of the music what was going on right. if you'd already seen it that right. was a very uh odd sort of blip on the pop culture radar the day reaction that video. that came out right yeah and man. it was a site dedicated to one video Right. And everybody went and watched it Dude, for a that couple thing of days. Got millions and millions and millions of views. I'm t- I joke about it and I bring it up on stage sometimes, and yeah. it's incredible how many people have seen it. And I think what's interesting about it is it repulsed people so instantly that it didn't really catch on. Like it didn't. That hasn't happened since, has it? Where there's been one domain name comes out, you know, you know, Not to that three extent. girls, one two horse, guys, one or horse, whatever. Yeah, two guys, one horse. There's, there's nothing there like. Is. Oh, is there? Yeah. Two guys, one horse. Guy gets yeah. fucked to death by a horse. Yeah. Oh, I've heard about that yeah, in Seattle, Ooh, right? Yeah. Oh, they had to change the law. Five hands, one girl was another one. Oh, Jesus. Really? Christ. Yeah. Okay. There's a guy. Really? I think I've told this story before, but <laughs> I'll tell you. He made that up. Because you're here. See, that's what I'm saying. The point I'm making is that's there's a, a good dude thing that I know. To not take off. There was a dude that I know whose friend was dating a porn star. And they were trying to, uh, he was trying to reconcile the fact that she fucked guys and that this was just a job and blah, 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 blah. Just kind of like put it in the back of his head. And um, she uh, came home with a contract and she's going over the different parts of the contract. And he goes, what's, what's this airtight? And she goes, oh, airtight means a dick in every hole. He goes, what? One of my ass, one of my pussy, one of my mouth. He goes, Okay. This is over. <laughs> Just, <laughs> that was that was that was what cracked them. Yeah, airtight cracked them. Yeah, the fact that they actually have a a, a name for it, a too. term yeah, for a term. just being plugged up with dicks. Yeah, and then what are you going to come home and cuddle after that? Shit, airtight, unbelievable. Wow. Yeah, and so and 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 then and then what happened? He just walked out the door and never talked it? to her again. And like that was fucking it. Clint Eastwood. Airtight. Yeah, they, yeah. I think you know when when you your girlfriend's got airtight in her contract, that's time to leave. <laughs> it's a strange thing that they a lot of the people in the porn business do. They figure out a way to have boyfriends and girlfriends and be in relationships, but they still fuck. They fuck other people when they work, but they're only allowed to do it when they're working. Yeah, it must it must because we're also. Uh, you know, uh, accustomed to seeing it now that people probably out there actually can justify it in their mind because oh, this is a a, le- a a legitimate profession here. There's when does the Tom Green sex tape come out? When is that? And who's it Ready with? Pop? Is it Drew Barrymore? He's doing it with a hundred hundred different women. Do you hate the? Do you right. hate Max? What's that? Do you hate Max? <laughs> what? <laughs> You, you know, that's about? something I don't think I could ever uh, ever see myself doing. Yeah. No? no sex tape? Is yeah. there one that exists, though, that you know of? Uh, there's not. There's no? definitely not one that I know of. Joe, is so there one of you? You don't know. You don't videotape yourself? You know, not regularly, but I think it's, it's from paranoia of... Uh, I'm not going to say I never did it once in my life, 
but you know the the thing is is I immediately deleted it uh, and was always sure a strong move. Uh, yeah, immediately deleted it. Didn't keep it around. You know, uh, honestly, you know, uh, didn't even really really want to watch it. To be honest with you, you loved it. Yep. Was fun the process of videotaping it. <laughs> You didn't want to watch it, it, though? Not really, no. It was I, awful. kind of freaked me out a little bit. Really? When I do it, I'm just so disgusted. Like, yeah. it, it depresses Why? me. And Your body? Like, but I do have one. What, what depresses you? Huh? What depresses you? It's just like, I don't know. Watching yourself is gross. Well, did well, you hear Because I'm, I'm not like, going, yeah. Did you hear in the you know, news? Okay, wait a minute, Brian. Stop right now. Listen to how you're advertising your sex. You're a single man, and you're saying you have depressing no, sex. No, no, no. I mean, do, would you, do you like watching yourself? I'm like, do you, uh, do you masturbate? I'm not hitting it like, do you, uh, No, no, no. I mean, do you masturbate looking at yourself in the no, mirror? of course not. Of course, why would you want to watch yourself, but you're saying, right? I think it's like what you're saying. saying you're you watching did. yourself having sex, it, and you're trying to recreate You don't like watching memory. yourself on news radio. Right. Why would you want to see yourself having sex? I'm not But it doesn't depress me. No, I just don't like watching myself have sex. Okay, I see. I totally see what you're saying. I totally see what you're saying. It's Disturbing. What about if you do POV style? You just, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, like, that would be fine. Slap an iPhone to your Dude, chest. That, that would be fine. That would be yeah. fine. That's it. Press record, slap an iPhone to your chest. I do have, just capture as much I, as you I can. I do have one when I, me of when I was like 16 or 17, you know, using my dad's VHS camera that would make like old home movies about carrots attacking me and stuff. And I would like set it up in my room and stuff. And I have one of like, but then I look at it and I'm like, can I get in trouble for watching myself? You know, when uh, you were 15? Yeah. Like your child yeah. pornography of yourself? Right. Well, oh, could I get arrested? Were you with your girlfriend? For myself? With your girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Probably, right? I should destroy that tape, right? <laughs> well, you'd get arrested probably if you it distribute could be, it. Probably could be con- that's illegal masturbation. I think it could be considered a child pornography. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it li- they I mean that's what they out. catch kids for. If you're right. under 16 years old. Could you be charged for being in possession of child pornography well, if that's the child what pornography they're doing is of yourself? When kids right. are getting their cell phones taken away and they find photos yeah. of them, yeah. girls are getting charged oh. with child pornography. Because well, they should. have a photo of themselves. Yes, because yeah, they have that's... a photo of themselves that they sent to I, a boy. They're charged with child pornography. Yeah. See, sorry. so then you probably should destroy that I, tape. What tape? Well, kidding. that's like that, you know, that old, <laughs> what tape? Isn't it? Tapes. Yeah, it allegedly had a tape. Meanwhile, yeah, there's, how many gay guys are frantically searching the internet for a video of Brian at 15 masturbating? Not a, not a nice thought. No, I don't know. I mean, not, not for me personally, but, you know. But the, 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 uh, the, um. <laughs> Strangest not, podcast ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks yeah. to Tom Green. <laughs> no, so wait, what was the, what was the thing then? So, uh, um. Yeah. Anyways, let's change. Let's change the topic, right? Change marijuana. Sex tapes, <laughs> sex tapes is a, uh, marijuana. Yeah, you know. Well, well, the subject was getting depressed watching yourself fuck. Yeah, and that he should do POV style. So, I love it when your song was released and then it was destroying the charts for TLC, and then you get you the TRL, you, TRL, TRL, yeah. and then did you, did you were you forced to get rid of? Yes, uh, I was forced to for ninety eight degrees. That whole thing was. It's a very. Um, it's a very. Uh, you know, there's a there's a there's a there's a little bit of uh, intrigue here. Yeah. You know, behind the story because there was, you know, some some things done in TRL that were were not necessarily ever made public. Right. Like okay, well, fill me on the, the full the details. L. What happened? What happened? <laughs> like the What's L the story. Like the L and TRL was, isn't necessarily. Right. right it's not necessarily it, live all the time. There so what was the show's not on anymore. No big deal. What was the right? song? What was the song? And what happened? Okay, so we went to Seattle and we were filming bits in Seattle, and we thought, hey, this would be funny to do this song called the Bum Bum Song. One which of my was favorite song. Ridiculous ever. idea, and I would go, and it was just a silly video, of me going around my Seattle saying, "My bum is on the cheese, my bum is on the rail, my bum's on the boat, my bum's on the dock." All this, it was a silly. 
sort of like a Dr. Zeus style nursery right. rhyme rap. I want to hear the and, and, the, and the comedy of it was me out in the street sticking my ass on everything and, and confusing people and filming the reactions, right? And singing this silly song. And then we played it on my show and we said we want this to go to number one on Total Request Live, which is, you know, their countdown music show that they would have every night, hosted by Carson Daly. And um, so. We played it on Seattle radio, and it went to number one instantly. This was when my show was on MTV. It was, it was, it was a, a really doing well show on MTV. The show was doing well on MTV. People it went to number one. People saw the absurdity of this song, Knocking 98 Degrees, Britney Spears, in sync, and whoever else was on the J-Lo, I think, out of, the, out of the number one spot. And So we, went, we played it on the show. We asked people to vote for it. People voted for it. It went to number one on Tuesday. Okay, the show I think aired on a Monday. It went to number one on a Tuesday. This is the song. Yeah. Remember this show? Yeah. This was like fucking a huge hit. Yeah. This song was big. And this was the first uh, song to be like. This was right when MP3s just started. So it was the number one downloaded song that year. I think, what year was this? I think fourteen people what year? downloaded 93? it. No, um, it, 90, was, uh, it was. It uh, was no, no. 90, no this was ni- 99 to 2000. 2000. Okay, so what happened? So they squashed your song? Yeah, it went to number one on Tuesday. Then on Wednesday, uh, on Wednesday it was num- number one again, okay? And then on Thursday, it was number one again. And then we get a call on Thursday at the office, and they're saying, uh, guys, um, we want you to kind of play ball with us here. And we're like, well, what's the deal? They said, well, you know, we need, we need you to go on the show on Friday and retire the Bum Bum song and take it off the countdown. And we're like, why? It's we got the number one song in America on write MTV, yeah. man. Yeah, right. This is it. amazing, right? Make money off this yeah, shit. This is unbelievable. Let's keep it number one. They go, Well, the thing is we've pre-taped the show next week because Carson's gonna be in San Francisco and all this stuff. So we're kinda of, it's kinda of like who we think's gonna be. Right. And we hadn't predicted you airing the show on Monday and it instantly going to number one. So it kind of screws up next week's pre-tape, which is all in the can. So can you go on on a Friday and just retire it? We'll give you like a retirement home plaque. And here you know, I was on MTV and I had my show on MTV and I didn't want to get fired, right? right. Everybody's already mad at me about all this other shit, right. screaming at me all day about, you know, I want to suck milk out of a cow's udder because I think it'll be crazy. Let's put it on TV. And they're like, can't, you can't do that. You know, we're arguing nonstop. Right. It was like, it was the most stressful time of my life. And that's saying something because I'm pretty stressed out right now, too. Not right now, but most of the time, you know? And so, <laughs> so I'm on the show and I'm getting yelled at all the time by everybody. Everyone's always screaming at each other, trying to like, you know, make the show crazy or make it less crazy and then so you know i played ball i went and I, I got a nice plaque and you know what i'm not even to be honest with you not e- well yeah I'm a, uh, you know i think of it now i think you know we could have rode that thing a little further i could have put out a record i probably could have you know had some fun with that but uh, yeah that's what happened that's yeah. what happened that's that's interesting man yeah. that's uh, you got degrees. fucked you got <laughs> fucked by the corporation yeah exactly it was, it was makes sense of, though that they, they would probably cost them a fuckload of money if they'd already pre-taped things yeah they would have reshoot gonna... five shows it's like you know but like, how crazy is that that now you find out what their rankings are like it's well, all they total bullshit had, they, they probably made them had, up they probably had deals with the record company like we need to push 98 degrees and uh, here's $100,000 we need you to get they do that probably it's well that's illegal I mean that's I doubt they did that I doubt they did that I never heard anything like that making shit up no no I'm just throwing shit on the table. No, they never, did, I have they never did anything like that. I think it was just basically it was a very strange week, and uh, they, they they sort of. So if it wasn't for that week, that song could have stayed on the countdown and become yeah. gigantic. Yeah. Basically, that week was a re- probably Sarah, a repeat it, of the the week before. Brian, you know? Brian. but uh, what are you doing, Brian? That's where that's me. That's me screaming about the. 
<laughs> the end of the song. Now, is that video going out too? And that's an iPad, which uh, is pretty awesome. Yeah, it's video. actually just streaming on uh, the iPad, but it's not going out. That's pretty cool. People can hear the the, the audio. Audio. Yeah. But uh, you know, I've, I've 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 told that story before. I don't think anyone at MPB cares anymore about that. Well, it's on. Yeah, well, why would yeah, they care? They yeah. fucked you. You're the one who's supposed to care. You could have got paid, son. It's out on you could have been driving that fucking song right now. Yep. In the yeah. form of a red Ferrari. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You could be rolling with a big fat diamond encrusted watch. Man. Letting bitches know. Man. And they'd be like, Tom Green, how'd you get so rich? Bum bum like, song. I wrote a bum bum song. Bum is on Dude, bitches geez. tried to pull it off in, the air. In two Eminem songs, yep. you know? Bitches tried to pull it off the air, and I was like, nah. Keep Two, that song on. The Bum Bum song and... Uh, oh, you yeah, know, that was supposed to th- the same song. Oh, was, the uh, same was song. it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, when Eminem rapped about it. Eminem rapped. Eminem took the line from the Bum Bum song. He says, why can't I go on TV and let loose when it's cool for Tom Green to hump a dead moose? My bum is on your lips. My bum is on your lips. And if you get lucky, I'll give it a little kiss. That's Eminem doing that's my Bum so Bum song. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And the that? thing that's funny about that, which is really cool, is that, like, you know, that song is like, I hear that all over the world now, and this is, like, it says your name in it, right? So right. you're walking through, that's one of the songs you're walking through, like, you know, an airport in in Amsterdam or something, and it's like you know you hear him rapping about you know, it's pretty cool. You, have who you would have who would have thought that Eminem would have? Bec- I mean, I guess it was pretty awesome when he came out. But I mean, just to be around for have 10 you ever years met him? Like that, have you ever I uh, have not met him. No, oh. but he let us use that song, and Freddie got fingered through. You know, we had to license it, but oh, cool. he doesn't license music out that much. Oh. He gives a sweet deal. We got to put it in the credit roll of Freddie Got Fingered, so that was pretty cool. Thank you. That is awesome. Thank you, that's Marshall. Very cool, Marshall Mathers. Yeah. Um, no, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Do you, do you still write music? Do you ever think about doing another hit? Single? You know, I have a, a friend of mine who's a really uh, cool producer here in town who who uh, I, I make music with sometimes. His name's Detail. And uh, he does a lot of cool music. And uh, I, I just do it for fun. I have a little home studio for fun. You know, got uh, the Pro Tools and the Mac computer. And, mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. So That's you got cool. your fingers in all aspects of show business. You're always doing something for It's more you. like a hobby, you know. It's more just a fun thing. But it's a fun thing. You know, the songs I make are so ridiculous that they're never, I don't think I'm really, there ever would be a sort of any mainstream. So, so I think the uh, stand-up yeah, thing is an interesting subject because you didn't do stand-up yep. for a long time. You did stand-up when you were like 15, 16. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you stopped for like, God, what, 20 years? Uh-huh. I uh, I would do it sort of occasionally, but never sort of as I had an act that I was working on. What was... launched it? What, what made you decide to want to get back into it? Uh, you know, about... Uh, a, a boat. A boat. A boat. Yeah. A boat. Yeah, I do that still. That's yeah. the one. That's the one word that I get nailed on. And you get about. sincere. And you go sincere. You go deep. Do you, drink, you, do you still drink Canadian roots. beer? A boot. Uh, you know, I, I do when I can. Mm. I do when I can. I just sort of drink. Uh, I, drink I drink when I can. I do when so, I can. So what happened? So, uh, uh, well, about two years ago, Rob Schneider came on my show as a guest on the web show. And uh, his brother, John, also came up. And uh, I started hanging out with, with those guys. And it was maybe about a year and a half ago, John said, you know, Rob's doing stand-up now, too. He's been touring all year. And he said, Rob's going to start doing stand-up. You should start doing stand-up. And I thought, you know, this would be a pretty cool way. First of all, it's something that I've been thinking about since I was a kid. And I was very intimidated by it. I was afraid of it. It was in the back of my head. I was kind of thinking, you know, you know, I don't know. It's just, you know, I was, I was, I was so used to doing the show. And I... I remember how hard it was when I was a teenager. You know, when you're 15 years old, standing up in front of a bunch of college kids. You know, it's, it was it was it was it was a tough thing. It was a very stressful thing. So I've done it over the years, hosting shows and things like this in front of the audience, but not having the act. Rob was doing it. He was going around jumping up at uh, 
clubs around town at the Ice House in Pasadena and at the Belly Room at the Comedy Store. And and uh, we were just kind of going around trying out stuff. And uh, it, it sort of instantly was, you know, instantly was uh, something that I immediately was kind of like Attracted thought. To. I thought, geez, I'm da- you know, why did I not start doing this sooner? This right. is just such a great thing. You know, part of it also is I'm, I've been living in L.A. for 10 years. I got this web studio in my house. You know, I'm kind of thinking, you know, you know, I got to get out of the house sometime here in L.A. <laughs> I need something social to do that's not right. going and sit in some loud nightclub drinking with people. All you know, wh- hey, this is something to really kind of put, wrap my hands around. I also was missing getting up in front of an audience. You know, the radio, you know, the, t- the web show is in my living room, so you don't have the audience. So it's just been it's been an amazing time. I've been, and and uh, you know, basically did it for about six months in in L.A. Just jumping up and writing, 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 lots of stuff. And uh, I've, I've taken off. I've been, you know, I got to go to Australia for the first time. But you're doing like an hour on stage. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that is very few people have ever gone from I don't do stand up to I'm headlining on the road, performing on stage for an yeah. hour. That's uh, yeah. that's when, pretty incredible. But when you used yeah, to I mean, do, do actually do about an hour and fifteen. When minutes, you used to do stand up, how long did you used to do? Like you used to do a long, 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 long time ago. When well, I was fifteen. You, no, yeah, when I was fifteen, I was just yeah, doing. Oh, I was ago? like doing. I, you know, at. at at, at, at its peak, about right. 15 minutes as really? a middle. 15 minutes? Middle. Wow. middle but so I was, tell me usually how, it was five to seven minutes opening act and amateur night at first. You know, so tell for, me how you, how, me, how you concocted this tour. I mean, how, many, how long had you been doing stand-up before you said, all right, I'm going to take this to the road now? Well, basically what happened was I was jumping up all around town, and then Norm MacDonald asked me to open up for him one night and do some shows with him one night just to kind of get, you know, keep practicing. And then uh, and uh, essentially... Um, I and, and uh, Sarah Sharegi from Gersh came to all my shows and said, "You know what? I'm going to book you on a tour." And I said, uh-huh. "Well, that's pretty cool." And she now, okay, I, how many months is this into your stand-up? So I've been nine months on the road, and she's been no, booking no, no. all these when, shows between the time you got back on stage and the time you started oh. touring. How long was that? Uh, this was uh, probably about six months or something like that's that. That's crazy. Yeah. And so you just but I was I was, I was writing every day later, very much with the intention of I want to go on the road. Still and do this. very impressive. It's very impressive that you were able to put together over an hour of material in six months. That's amazing. It man. is. That is amazing. You know, I thought Mike I, Young was doing the same jokes again last night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're, you're developing new shit out of nowhere. My friend Mike Young did some shit that he did nine years ago last night. Anyway. You know, I, I approached it from a really kind of the way I approached doing my television show or my web show. Very from very like, and I would I would. You know, I would be writing all the time and uh, trying to build up the very diligent, jumping up, doing just stuff, very seeing what worked. I organized it all out in paper. Now, how are you, yeah, is that what you're doing? Yeah, on, yeah I just two cards. I, oh no, I just in, you know, at the, for the first for the first uh, for the first few months of doing the hour set, I had a I had a, a set list that I actually took on stage with mm-hmm. me, and I'd set it on the on the uh, stool, so set my water on it. it. I'd do my bits, and then I'd, if I got lost, I'd look down. That's a good and, move. You yeah. know, Doug Benson brings in notes on yeah. stage and goes, look, if you don't want me to be stumbling around yeah. wondering what the fuck I'm talking about, this is good. Don't but eventually, after, yeah. <laughs> after a while, though, I was kind of like, you know, I started feeling like it was kind of a bit of a crutch, because like I'm trying to be really physical. Well, you don't have to use it. You know, you know but the, the, thing, the thing about a note, yeah. I don't use note, notes, but the thing about notes, the, the good thing is, they're, you know, if you need them, they're there. You yeah. know, it's like, why not have it there? Yeah. You know, like there's sometimes you're like, you know, I want to hear like Joey Diaz will say, what the fuck was I talking about? What the fuck was I talking about? Right. Oh, that's it. And you tell him and then he's got the story and then right. he'll just run and ramble onto the story. Sometimes you just need a little note. Yeah, I think I might start 
uh, putting new stuff that I've never done before on notes and, yeah. and, and pulling that out at some point or setting it there. There's something about writing I can remember all the stuff I've done. For, once I've done it three or four times, I can remember it, but usually I can't remember it. There's something for, about writing things down on paper that's really good for your memory, too. It's yeah. like actually, the, the act of creating a note makes it solidify in your mind. Uh-huh. And when you use your memory, you can like recall like what you wrote. Like yeah, You could see it in the list, order. You know, just have a set list of just your basic yeah, That's bits. cool. The iPhone thing set list is cool. That's yeah. definitely better than nothing, but I yeah. think writing something actually down on paper seems to have the most effect it seems to be it sticks better yeah mm. so do you when you wrote out your act did you uh write out uh, a ver- a beginning an, a middle and an end did you put it all together verbatim or do you ad lib when you're on stage like uh yeah initially i i sort of uh yeah i i, I ad lib a lot on stage but i have this sort of pretty solid begin like i know where i'm I know where i'm gonna start i know what i'm gonna do when i start i know what i'm gonna do when i'm finished i actually pretty much know the order i'm gonna go in through the bits that i've tried and tested and then, uh, but then often I'll kind of go off into the audience between bits for a second and mm-hmm. talk to some people for a second. And but uh, but what what what's happened is it sort of evolved over the year. Like like last nine months of doing it is every week I'll kind of go. You know, maybe this is a little too depressing of a subject matter to talk off the top. Right. So then I'll move it sort of later in the act, and and then it's kind of. Uh, it's been fun. It's been really fun and challenging, you know, doing mm. it and uh, and sort of shuffling things around all the time. And so it's it's been cool. And I, I write bits down on my phone, in my on the notepad in my phone, if I think something weird. And then I'll go home and I'll type it up on the computer. And so do you type it up as a joke or do you type up bullet points? Like, what do you do? I usually write it out kind of word for word with punchlines and exactly how I'm going to say it. And then I edit it and I get it exactly where I want it to be. And then... You know, and then I try to sort of remember it, and then then the, usually the first time I say it on stage, I forget about half of the taglines, yeah, right. forget about half of them, and then I but I say it, but then I get off the stage and I immediately remember, oh, I forgot that that that, and I think the disappointment of forgetting them makes it easier to remember the next time because then I go look right. at them again, I go, I got to remember this tag, yeah. this this line, this line, and so it's sort of it's interesting, it is interesting because you really it really is kind of cool, you know. I mean, not, again, this first year doing this full time night after night, but to just you know when people tell you, you know you got to get up it's like a muscle you get up on stage you sort you start to retain it differently and and you know you know there's been obviously periods for two three weeks where i haven't done a show this year and then you know you get back on it's, it's like, weird you can't remember anything yeah, yeah i take cool. a week or two off all the time and when yeah. i come back on stage i'm like i always have to do a warm-up set I do something in town in LA, yeah. and then it charges it, and then that's the only time. Well, that's the time where I'll go over material just to like familiarize myself with what I've been talking about most recently. So I have like uh, my iPhone records all my sets, and I get recordings from Brian too. So then I take them and I put them on my iPod, and then I just listen to my planes. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it makes you dissect your shit. It's also uncomfortable. An audio you recording would be better than what you're listening to. You know, you want to mm-hmm. tighten it up and this and that. And, oh yeah, and, that's cool. You know, right? And you're you can... not hearing it for the first time. You're hearing it for the you know fucking four hundredth time, and it's you. You know, you really start breaking shit down. So you record it in an iPod or sometimes an, or on my iPhone. Sometimes I, iPhone, I get it from yeah. him. He you know plugs up a oh yeah a MP3 recorder. So that's a to good the, idea. Uh, that's helpful because then yeah. you can hear the little things that you say. So you're enjoying it, man. You're enjoying yeah. this, the whole process. Huh? Yeah, it's been really really fun. And you know, I think like what we were talking about when when we were you know having coffee when I got here in the kitchen. You know, we we're talking about you were talking about how it's it's just nice to be in an independent thing where you know you you want to come up with a crazy idea, you know, a funny thought. And you go up and you can try it. And there's no, 
you know, somebody coming in telling you not to say this or do that. That's yeah, that's that's the most frustrating thing for anybody controversial like you is got to be a bunch of executives that have their ideas about what they think is going to be funny, and they're imposing it. And you're like, look, it may not be funny for you. It might not yeah. be funny for three people in this room, but four people in this room might think it's the funniest shit they've ever seen. Yeah, and you're you're going for those four people, and these people can never see that. All they can see is, but you're losing three. Yeah, if you just took this back, this person would still like it. You'd still get the original people and we'd have two more people that like it yeah they, that's how they think they think in these nutty numbers and, and then, they're not thinking creatively and then you end up spending most of your time dealing with that Ugh. and at the end at the end of it all you're never really sure you know what it would have been if you'd just sort of gone wild on your own but the that's beautiful the, that's thing the great the and the stage. freedom and just yeah. being on the road has been really fun it's been you know been really fun it's been a good way I, I also thought it'd be a cool way to go out and film stuff for my website because i always wanted to i've always said hey it'd be cool to take my web show you know and go to Different cities and and uh, and 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 see the people that watch the web show. You know, people call in on on TomGreen.com. You know, they call in on Skype. I know, I recognize every show I go to. It's so bizarre. You know, every show I go to, I recognize ten people in the audience. I'm, hey, John, how you doing? You know, you know so I've never strange. been to the city before. You know, and it's like, hey, Whoa. you know, yeah. we got to set up Skype, dude. We yeah. got to do that. We got to. I'm just scared oh, yeah. of 4chan. <laughs> you scared of 4chan? Yeah, right. don't be scared. Oh yeah, that's fine. That's fine. That's just it. Just gives you somebody to to to, to you know to to fuck with on the. On you should the never air. admit or, that you're scared of him. Huh? You should yeah. never admit it. No, no, you fucked up. I'm not scared. Yeah, of you already him. fucked up. No, you already I, fucked. I, up. I want to join them. <laughs> there we go. Now we're talking. Yeah. Well, you know the thing is, is with the, the I mean, to give you a little bit of uh, uh, of uh, an idea here. Okay, so what we've done on my eyesight because 4chan was was I, I found. Did some fairly clever and ridiculous and absurd prank calls on us constantly. They Barrel call. roll. Yeah, all this exactly. Barrel roll. <laughs> completely irrelevant. And obviously the most annoying thing, because it's completely irrelevant. I'm right. sitting here with, right. with, with a guest. Right. right? So, but that was on the phone. But on Skype, it's, a, it's a much more difficult for them to do that. Uh, right. Because we've created a system... Which I'll tell you about off air. Actually, I'll tell you about off air. Tell it off air. Right. Yeah, so you I don't, motherfuckers, you ain't getting time. Got to stay one step ahead, step ahead of the four chan guys. But I'll tell you, I'll system for for Skype that you can actually uh, use that will help help oh, in cool. that area. Cool. Yep. Yeah, four chan. Don't do it. Yeah, you fucked up. You hurt everybody's ears oh, and you pissed a bunch of people off. Sorry. They're coming after you now, dude. You fucked up. Sorry, they went that. after that bitch that threw puppies in the river. Yeah. They got her. <laughs> Was that loud? 4chan got that. Just kidding. It was all right. Um, It was a little on the wrong side. Um, Well, Tom Green. I think I'm losing my hearing because of stuff like that, too. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I think I'm starting to lose my hearing. I've noticed a lot of times I'm in Mm -hmm. conversations with people and they're talking to me as if I should be able to hear what they're saying. Exactly. Same same with me. And I'm like thinking maybe I'm just not paying attention to them, but I can't hear them. Probably from having your ears blown out from people like me. Is that what it is? Or is it just a bunch of people that are talking all soft? Right. What's up, bitch? Talk like a fucking normal person. Some people just mumble, man. Certain frequencies, too, when people have that sort of that frequency of voice and you're in a noisier. Are you doing comedy? Tell me about what are you talking about on stage? How annoying is that? What kind of stuff do you talk about? That yeah. is the dumbest question. I mean, yeah. I know it's it's like it's a it's a relevant question, mm-hmm. but for for a comic, what what do you th- what are the things you're talking about right now? Yeah. Well, let me tell you, I think Sarah Palin is yeah. dumb. Yeah. Let me do the bit right now, which doesn't yeah. really, you know. I think killer whales yeah. are smart. They yeah. shouldn't be in pools. I think. <laughs> let me just think what I think is going on right now. UFOs. <laughs> a lot of UFO stuff going on, huh? Isn't there? And I go in a little UFO bit. And I, <laughs> what are you gonna do? You gonna uh-huh. tell somebody exactly what you talk about? Because I think instead? that the people, when they ask that question. 
you know, don't understand how important the audience is when you're telling these jokes. Yeah. You know, it's 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 so much part of it. So, you know, you need the audience there. It's that that's the that's it's that's cool. So wait, the UFO thing. Uh, UFO thing. Have you have you been paying attention to what's going on? That's something that the I UN watch. UN appointed a liaison or a spokesperson for the Americ for for the human race rather in okay. communication when aliens land. Yeah. <laughs> Really, it's some yeah, some weird looking chick. She's like very like it's not Sarah Palin, very man looking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just and she's the looking. person that they're going to talk to. Don't get me wrong, she's strange looking. She's the person they're going to talk to. Yeah, yeah. She's speaking for you. Shouldn't we have some sort of insight? Into yeah, this? what the fuck? The UN, the this bunch person of fucking is, is that just one little part of her countries job? Countries all over the world. I don't know what the fuck it is. Like, is that like just like oh, and if we ever get attacked by aliens, you have to do this. You know, maybe like, maybe like her other Volunteer job, firefighter. Like, yeah, yeah it's just, maybe it's just like that's the most basic part. Like, <laughs> I, like I hope so. Could you imagine if that's a fucking full time job? Right. Can you imagine if she gets like a hundred grand a year in benefits and all she has to do is just sit around and wait for the aliens right. to call? <laughs> She's oh got her feet up reading Us magazine. Yeah, yeah, keep up to date on what's important. All right. but who's the fuck? You know, look, the aliens don't give a fuck about who the leader is. They don't give a shit. Yeah. They're, they're, if they were going to come here from another galaxy, they're the leader. There is no leader. You don't get to represent. Like they don't. The, the aliens don't care what's the yeah. fucking number one ant. Yeah. You know, do you ever look at who's the number one ant before I kill all you people? Yeah. No, you just kill all the ants. Yeah. They, there's you know? no discussion. Yeah. You this don't is... have communication with ants over you know who's going to die and whether or not you guys can move out. No, you just kill them all. And if that's what aliens decide to do to us, well, they'll do the same thing to us that we do to monkeys, that we do to dolphins, that we do to killer whales. But they could they'll be peaceful. Like they should shit. be like that monkey that was holding the kitten the other day. They might just come down mm. and cradle us. Yeah. That's that might beautiful. be the exact opposite. Yeah. They down, might maybe. just be like, hey, we just want to comb yeah. your hair Big, and hang fuzzy, out. fuzzy <laughs> Chewbacca type <laughs> creatures that come down and just want to cuddle us. It's interesting. Right. I try to keep these thoughts, these ideas of UFOs and aliens, I try to keep them away from my consciousness because I think they're giant time wasters. Yep. You know, the, 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 the contemplate, what if the aliens oh, come really? in? Right. Are these UFO videos real? Oh, that's I'm good... open. I'm open to the possibility that there are aliens, but I'm not going to sit around and watch some fucking lights in the sky that I don't uh, know what the fuck it is. Right. Uh-huh. And then turn out it was actually a helicopter, and you're actually retarded, right? You know, oh, you know, I mean, maybe this is a uh, or uh, it was a prank, you yeah. know, it's or some it was kid a prank. with like one of those little helicopters yeah. that he souped up and has a couple LEDs and but I'm, guys, not, I'm not close to the idea that there are something you know, there, that it is possible that there are some sort of intelligent life forms out there that are capable of traveling here yeah. whether they're from another planet or Absolutely. another dimension why it's, wouldn't you, it why sounds wouldn't ridiculous you but everything about this life would be ridiculous if we weren't living it yeah. the idea that we can get the internet would be ridiculous if it didn't exist the idea that you could send pictures from your phone the idea that you'd have a phone that fits in your pocket and you call someone in China and t- yeah. talk in real time everything is so small, condensed yeah. now it's so much smaller it's, now it's all so we, strange that it's gonna feel entirely like possible there's something super advanced past this yeah. and they can communicate with us and it's probably could be here right now watching us. You but know? these guys that came out today or that you were, you were talking about last night. A couple days ago, yeah. That are Air Force generals, etc., that have been sworn to secrecy for the last 50 years or whatever, that say that, uh, you know, they came and checked out some nuclear, um, our nuclear sites and that they shut off some nuclear weapons. And they're all saying that this happened. Do you, do you think that happened? or It could be one of two things. Well, it could be many things. But one of the things that it could be that I always think is maybe these guys are like being paid by the government to say absolutely ridiculous things and that nothing ever really happened at all and what there are is a part of some sort of a disinformation campaign. And then eventually it turned out they lied about a few details and that will discredit the whole story. Yeah. And it just makes 
aliens seem more and more ridiculous to calm people down because maybe there may be some things that they can't keep wraps on. And when those things are leaked, the best way to diffuse the impact of some, some sort of a crazy event or video, the best way to diffuse the impact would be to show all these other ones of similar stories that seem absolutely ridiculous. So it automatically gets lumped into, oh, it's a UFO video. Oh, you're crazy. Oh, you believe that. And so it automatically puts it into that category. I mean, that's a, an effective psychological tactic. If you were someone like the CIA or someone in the NSA, someone who's like of a super intelligence community, they know how to fucking manipulate people. Don't, don't make no mistake about it. They absolutely do. So it could be that. Or it could be that these people really saw some shit and they don't even know what the fuck it is. It could be that, you know, that they're all crazy. It, there's, a, there's a bunch of could be's. But until I see something, until some shit comes into my life, I'm just wasting my time. I just yeah. I don't want to sit around thinking, you know, whether or not half this shit is real. And Rob Lazar, did he really work at Area Fifty One? Yeah, that guy. I saw that guy. I've watched all. I got addicted to watching that stuff for a long, for a, for a good year. I was addicted to watching yeah. all this stuff and and uh, and and talk this disclosure. You know, they're gonna get, they're gonna tell us soon. They're just prepping us for it. You yeah, know, the disclosure project. Yeah. I I really do hope that uh, they tell us soon because I think I don't that would think be pretty know, cool, man. I think there's a lot of people scrambling trying to figure out a bunch of different things that don't. Make Makes sense, and I think it's very possible that there are some alien life forms. But I do not think that our government has shit under control enough to keep all that shit under wraps and to somehow or another be communicating with these things. I think if the government knows anything about UFOs, they know barely more than the average person knows, and they have some evidence and they keep that shit under wraps. They have cleared up some evidence, perhaps, maybe if it's true. Maybe. You know, you hear all the Area 51 stories and the Roswell stories and, you know, the crashes have been recovered all over the country. There's been crashes recovered supposedly in Pennsylvania in the woods. And who knows how much of that shit's bullshit? Who knows how much of that stuff is just some sort of a prototype that the U.S. government was working on? It didn't work and it crashed. You know, who the fuck knows? But I'm open, man. I'm open to the possibility. That's just the fact that we exist to ants. Okay, then that means the way the universe works, things become ever more complicated. They keep going in the same direction over and over again. If human beings came from amoebas and all of a sudden someday evolved to become human beings, what, whatever the fuck we were as single-celled organisms that we became us, there's going to be a similar leap of evolution from us to something else. So it literally will be the aliens will be treating us the same way we treat a fucking ant colony. Right. Look, look at these silly cunts. Look at these silly cunts with their pollution, their stupid buildings. See, I'm hoping what it is is these ships that come, right? They come and they start talking to us, and then eventually they start. They, they open up and they come out. And they look exactly like us, right? They look exactly like us. <laughs> and you get and what it is them. is we've sp- we've spread. Maybe we've got. Maybe they got like ants. You know, we're like ants, right? They got similar. Human but what's beings. so great about us? So then we get in this thing, and you get to go to another planet instantly with their technology, and it's got you know more space, and it's not all. There's no pollution, and they've so you know sort of like that. that that's what I'm kind of hoping for. That's what I'm kind of angling for. I'm hoping for that. You want utopia. That's yeah. beautiful. You know what you should nice, do? Nice, you should write a book saying that you know it's true and yeah. then start a cult. Yeah. And then drink a bunch of grape Kool-Aid and, yeah. and Just, You don't have to go crazy Come Kool-Aid. On, children. Yeah. I think that was in I'll Africa, wasn't it? Uh, it was... Uh, Guyana. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Kool-Aid. Guyana. Yeah. Guyana tragedy. Jim yeah. Jones. It's, it's amazing, isn't it? That South America, right? It was South America. Though. Guyana, South America? Was that what it French is? French Guyana is in South America. You heard the audio recording, right? Yeah. Fucking crazy. So so yeah. scary. Yeah. If you don't know the story, Jim Jones was a, a cult leader, moved all of his uh, people to Guyana, wherever that is. I thought it was Africa. 
Just, Sounds African. And they all drank. Um, and they great. all drank. He made them all poison themselves. And then they shot a bunch of people, too. He didn't want to take the poison. Mm-hmm. So Congressmen flew massive. down there to yeah. see them. And, and uh, you know, the way they poisoned them was they put the, the cyanide in grape Kool-Aid. And that's why they they, uh, they say, don't don't drink the Kool-Aid. That's where that, that saying comes from. Yeah, and that's the, you know, the so saying that... pretty major. It, came, it resulted in a saying. Yeah, yeah. a cultural, yeah, yeah, a, yeah. A, a cultural tag. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. I wonder if Kool-Aid's pissed about that, too. You know? Yeah, like, well, they must be. Why would they when they're so delicious? Yeah. Why would they worry? <clears throat> Why would yeah. Kool-Aid give a fuck? Yeah, because they're connected to a, a mass murder. <laughs> That's true. I know for a long time. I wonder how we should research, find out what their sales were. Yeah, right yeah. after the Diana yeah. if if went up or down. down. That's probably yeah. why Hawaiian Punch was born. Oh yeah, yeah it probably came out after that. Yeah, you probably... think Kool-Aid might have just changed their name? Maybe you might be right, Tom Green. I think that's a good note to end it on. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> this has been awesome. This is a lot of fun, We've dude. been on for like a couple hours or something, yeah, right? Yeah, two hours. That's, that's amazing. Well, it's cool because we get to go into depth about subjects. You know, I, f- I find that like when we were doing an hour, we would just start talking about things and all of a sudden we'd run out of time. And we're like, why can't we just keep going? I and love we, it. we said that when I was on your show. I was yeah. like, this is so much fun. It's like, it seems it. like it'd be more fun if we got to keep it's going. Nice just to get into a rhythm. Yeah, like so that. we have and no. I appreciate you having set me up. Time. This is really cool. Please, thank you thank very much. Thank you very much for doing it, man. Yeah. I appreciate you coming by. I think it's so awesome that I can just run into. Brian. And I'd love to have you come back and do the WebOvision soon at uh, tomgreen.com and, and we can uh, run into each other at a comedy club and then all of a sudden boom you know we're, ha- we're hanging out doing yeah. a podcast that show there. that you did is actually on tomgreen.com right now you can go watch it and uh, follow Green. me on Twitter yes at Tom Green Live and, and Tom Green um, if you if you haven't seen his show he has a whole web we were talking about the show where he and I did he has a whole like literally like a tonight show on the internet yeah. I mean it's, it's a brilliant thing and I loved it and it inspired me to do this it's a, this was that was the first thought in my mind of putting something together on the internet so yep, you, right get, you get my tour dates on there come see me in San Francisco Tom this Green weekend at, or Tom Green uh, Tom Green dot com and at Tom Green Live it'll link to it also but on the, on the Twitter but uh, I'm in uh, Cobb's Comedy Club in San Francisco this weekend that's I've never been there before. That's Fucking be awesome! Cool. Yeah, great club. And then uh, 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 Minneapolis uh, the next week, and then uh, Canada. Powerful yeah. Canada. He's coming home, bitches. All right, thank you very much, everybody. Um, we will see you uh, probably. It looks like next Wednesday, Monday or Wednesday, depending on uh, who I can get for next week. But uh, thanks for tuning in, and uh, love you, bitches. Later. <laughs> all alone <laughs> Snip,